All right. Well, we are back, huh? We're back at the Nine Club. Stop and chat today. <laughs> we have we have very special, special, special guests. Special. Bam Margera and family. April, Phil, Jess. I think it's been years since this has happened. Look at this. <laughs> you yeah. you visited me here. in Florida, but right. it was just Ape and Phil. Probably since yeah, your serious show was the last time we were all Yeah, and I've time. not been home to Castle Bam in like three and a half years. Jess lives there now. I took it over. And oh, you bu- live in Castle Bam oh. now? He yeah. bought Prince's soundboard from Purple Rain, and it's now a recording studio. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I yeah, lucked I out uh, somehow. My sound guy knew, you know, some guitar tech from Minneapolis that worked at Paisley Park all the time, and... I guess they were clearing out space to make like a museum or something of like all Prince's guitars or whatever. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, he called him first. He's like, you want the, the soundboard from here? He's like, how long does it take to get there from Philly? 12 hours? All right, I'll be there in 12 hours. Wow. <laughs> he just yeah. gave it to you? Well, he had a studio in like North Philly and then he closed it and then he offered it to me. Oh, at man. a real low price. It was what? Okay. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Every rock wow. band has been like figuring this out. So, so far, Clutch has been there. Kill Switch Engage. This band Ooh. Slaves is coming in. Uh, Kid the Roots, Funkadelic from P Funk. The Roots were just in there, right? Oh, yeah. Damn. We uh, had G Love, Special Sauce. And how about the rapper guy? OT The Real. OT the Real. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Jesse brought a sample of a recording of. Uh, Sovereign Eagle. Yeah, I, okay. if you guys could play it. And, Exclusive. And they, and they recorded me. Yeah, no way. No, what song did you sing? A Def Leppard track. Definitely. <laughs> Bringing on the heartbreak. No, I didn't. No, it was um, Lady Strange. Oh, yeah, it was. I, yeah, yeah. It's I a sang catchy background one. for Lady Strange, and then I just did Say You Will. So that's that, my new band uh, that I just put out a record. Um, it's called Sovereign Eagle, and it's me and Scott Reeder from Caius. And... Um, Nate Bergman, Danko Jones is on it, Para from Opeth, uh, Rick Tate from The Roots, hmm. uh, Greta Hopmer. So, yeah, it was such a fun album to make. And uh, then, like, one of the B-side tracks we did, Lady Strange by Def Leppard with uh, this country dude, Rob Snyder, and my mom singing on it. Yeah, wow. It's <laughs> yeah. what's crazy is, you know, <clears throat> I would always visit, you know, CKY while, while they were recording, when they were signed to Island Def Jam, and... We would walk in, and Timbaland would be right there, and so would the Wu-Tang Clan, and everybody's in different studios, and uh, Timbaland walks in, and he's like, so can I hear what you're up to? His band's called CKY. He's like, yeah. He's like, damn, this is sick. So wait a minute. You just put a microphone up to the amplifier, and then you play <laughs> the guitar. That's how you get that guitar sound? I'm that's like, it. It just, yeah. like, that's how Led Zeppelin is. Beatles fucking <laughs> now. Like, what, every punk Don't you band, have, like... Every teenage <laughs> punk band recording a demo. Wow. And this, guy this guy's got gr- Grammys at home. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I mean, he's really good at what he does. He just he, just, he never had to mic a guitar before, you know? So Wow. Then yeah. this dude That's from incredible. the Wu-Tang Clan came in and said that one of his homies had what it takes to sing a track. So he smokes all this. I don't know what it was. He was like I, the dipped weed or something. PCP oh, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he sits in the mic booth, and we're watching. It's a $10,000 mic, and he's sitting there 
for I'm not kidding two minutes with the beat going boom, 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 yeah. boom, and he's like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. nah nah yeah, yeah nah yeah, yeah. Nah, he's getting nah, ready yeah. he's getting ready yo nah <laughs> messing around with all these jokers sitting around playing poker oh shit oh fuck oh shit oh fuck he thinks the walls are closing and he's the mic like and, <laughs> no way and he just smashes the mic and he's yeah. then they go in he's just naked and going fucker <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah that sucks cause it was like one of the entourage dudes that they hang around it's like yo Give this guy a couple bars, you know, he's fire. Like, get, let him freestyle, and then that's what happened. And then they have to buy a $10,000 mic oh that he broke. Oh, my God. Those, those Neumann mics are like 10 grand. Oh, yeah. 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 Wow. wow. Dude, when CKY was doing, like, Sonosphere and all this stuff, opening up for Def Leppard, then Metallica called and asked them to open up for the tour. Same with Guns N' Roses. Same with Volby. It just went on and on and on until Darren the Singer was just on too many pills and alcohol that i would read interviews and it would say like yeah i know we're opening for lincoln park but lincoln park blows i could play their riffs in my with my eyes closed same with slash and same with slayer and same with <laughs> papa roach i'm like why talk shit yeah, if it's your what, not cup of tea just say it's not your right, cup of tea right, yeah. don't go talking shit on the band that you're opening for and they're paying for you to come on and man. then we're at uh download and um we're on bruce dickinson and iron maiden guys bbc show and uh you know it's like oh the headliner tonight is def leppard and he's like they haven't made a good album since high and dry it's like <laughs> why are you talking why? shit on the headliner why? man oh just why they, they're probably listening this is like a popular <laughs> right. show which album had pour some sugar on me that Pyromania. was <laughs> You guys but love that is one. What I'm saying is, is like if you look at old Pal Peralta videos, they had such a round soundtrack with McRad and mm -hmm. like skate rock. And you know, if your song sucks on your video part, then you suck. Yeah, I don't right. want to name any names, but That's true. There's this flip rider who was working so hard on his skate tricks, I couldn't wait to see it. And it was just this jazz song that went on and on and on and uh, the tricks are so creative and impressive and i'm like dude either shut it off or turn down the sound i can't do this the song yeah. didn't match the skating if, yeah. if the song yeah. if, if the song blows then your part blows right well right. Neil, <laughs> it's true i think it's, it's 50 50 yeah. you know what oh, i mean I'm that's sure. why when i did cky i called the movie cky because I knew my brother's band had what it takes to get signed, and as soon as that came out and sold a million copies through word of mouth, then Island Def Jam was like, yo, we, we want to... Which reminds me, they gave me brass knuckles in diamonds that said <laughs> Island Def Jam, and they're like, this is a gift for you for your radio show for Radio Bam on Series 28 Facts. I'm like, oh, thanks so much. I throw it in my pink bag with just an iPod and brass knuckles in it, and I go through the LAX oh, airport no. on a Friday night. It's jewelry, right? And I mean, I'm pretty larried up, and they're like, <laughs> they're like, you have brass knuckles in your bag. I'm like, yeah, what of it? They're like, that's illegal in the state of California. I'm like, well, I'm from the state of Pennsylvania. How am I supposed to know that? They're like, look. I'm like, come on, man. I got to make this flight. It's made of diamonds. It's probably $20,000. I don't know what it is, but it's very expensive. You could just have it. I have to make this flight. They're like, oh, you're not making any flight. You're going to jail. I was like, no. what? Whoa. Oh, man. So I had to. Thanks, Def Jam. Yeah. Yeah. What? So I had to pay 20 grand to get some lawyers to oh, make it expunge. God. But 
it is expunged, but it's still on file. So every time I go to Canada, which I was visiting um, Alyssa Whitegloss, who's now in a band called Arch Enemy, mm-hmm. every time I fly to Montreal, it's a two-hour flight, and then I would spend three hours in customs as they're trying to figure out oh if I'm a felon God. or not. Do you still um, have? Do you still have the brass knuckles? No, they kept them. They kept them. Mm-hmm. I went from Def Jam, and now I'm making a record right now for Death Row. I'm, I'm no probably like the only like white. <laughs> Rock nerdy dad that's been on Def Jam and Death Row. Make sure you don't get any brass knuckles. I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Can I tell you guys? I you guys have a very similar voice. Is yeah, anybody I know. Tell you oh, that? Like tell even, me. My, even my dad can't oh tell. tell. If he if Jess tell. is talking, I'm looking over at Bam Bam. So I'm looking over at Jess. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm getting confused. When I call they Phil to ask it. him how he's doing, he's like, "Is this Jess or Bam?" I'm like, no "It's your son." Which one my son? Yeah. Last time I called, you're like, "Which which one am I talking to?" to offend anybody. No, no. See, now they just said it, so it's just not mom and dad. It's you two sound the same. But check this out. I mean, it is distinguishable. Right. Like, you do have a, like, Bam has a, a harder cadence. I don't know. <laughs> Yours is more light. I guess yeah. it's a Philly Delco accent. Yeah. But anyway, look at this ring right here. <laughs> if I had four of these rings, it's basically four brass knuckles. But right. if they're not connected, uh, then you could get on the airplane with it. Pretty Dude, dumb. don't ask logic at the airport. Like, I remember one time I'm like they took my headphone thing that makes it big you know it's like this little thing like they took that and then I go in my guitar text bag and he has the sharpest most lethal tool to tune guitars and oh they didn't God. take that well when when 9-11 happened I remember I was promoting Jackass 2 and we were in Dublin and this is when they were taking everything this lady had so much like Gucci perfume yeah. and, and like very expensive stuff. Oh, it's over three ounces, so we got to throw it. They're just right chucking the all trash. this. In the, I'm like, yeah. that's a thousand dollars worth of makeup and perfume. Yeah, like it smell it. If it's not napalm, then you know the. Le- Didn't they take your toothpaste? Yeah, I was just- mad about the toothpaste. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was mad about. I said we just squirt it out till there's three ounces left. No can do. We got to throw it away. <laughs> yeah, right. I said I just bought a brand new tube of toothpaste. But it's when it first started. It yeah. was like three ounces, but I saw the most expensive perfume and cosmetics I went to dive into the trash can oh just like it was all all brand new did you ever see them like um, like frisking a a 90 year old woman or whatever like Mm. checking her for weaponry or whatever right I've, I've seen that and it's like leave her alone you know what? Right. If the terrorists got to her, then they deserve to win. Right. But you figure yeah, that would be the perfect patsy, right? Well, when I flew to Dubai for my honeymoon. Oh, oh, wait till you have, hear this. I have all these like necklaces on and tattoos and whatever, and Missy looks all proper or whatever. They're like, what are you two doing here? I'm like, we're on our honeymoon. And they look at their ID. Well, why is her name Missy Rothstein and your name is Bam Margera? I'm like, because the wedding just happened a week ago. The paperwork did not go through. They didn't believe it. So oh, man. these people with all black on with just their eyeballs showing checked my ass, her ass for drugs, and they tapped out every cigarette and looked at it under a microscope. Oh, really? Wow. They wanted oh. to catch me so bad because they just caught this DJ uh, with $10 worth of booger sugar, a.k.a. Coke, sure. and, and he went to jail for 10 years over it. Wow. Dude, dude, wasn't that all like fueled by Perez Hilton wrote a story Yeah, about? because it, it's possible. They're it's like, hard to be Bam's... on a jackass show and go there. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I mean, think Perez Hilton here. wrote like, Bam's going to Dubai for his honeymoon and then like, watch out, you know, for go blah, blah, blah. Through. Look and what then... happened to Brittany Griner. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 It's interesting because we, can we go back to like Jackass and Viva La Bam when yeah. you were when you were coming up doing all that stuff and 
you know, Phil and Abe, you guys were on the show. Uh-huh. How did that, how did you feel about that all, you know, in the very beginning? Well, just I mean, of the, all the antics. Well, was first all the antics of all, going on before that? We had a $300,000 budget per week to sure. film 65 episodes. And all of a sudden, there's 40 people behind the scenes, like, you know, maybe eight cameramen of dolly grip uh you know a a producer a a massive production 9 a.m every day we'd film till 10 at night and um when i first broke apes on wah you were Uh so pissed (laughs) that's viva la bam he was talking about jackie no no no, too. yeah 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 yeah. well the deal was is that look we knew we were like cheap fillers for cky I mean, you know, I'm cooking, they do stuff. I come home from work, they did stuff, you know. (laughs) And it's like I got to the point where for like the CKY stuff, you know, I'd say, guess what? We have to we have to like uh, remove the whole kitchen window and get it replaced. So have at it. You know what I mean? Or, you know, if we had a TV that Mm. broke, it's like, here, this is yours. Um, (laughs) You know, and so, I mean, most kids are getting bikes. My kids are getting broken TVs. Sure, sure. (laughs) Um, If you look at Ape's house, Ape and Phil's house, there has been an ice skating rink in there, an alligator in the kitchen. <laughs> we covered it with snow. We covered it with bubbles. We you put painted, a hole you painted the whole thing blue. Yeah, we yeah. made a whole entire indoor and outdoor skate, skate park, park with Tony Hawk, Bucky Lasik, Jeff Raleigh, the works. But Donnie I'm guessing Bally, that you Kenny guys, Hughes, I'm guessing that you guys didn't know. Yes. What was we didn't know anything. So you would walk into this. No, well, let me tell you one time. Yeah. Yeah. Me, Ape and Vito never Phil, knew anything. Nothing. Phil and I and Vito never knew anything. And listen, we didn't even think we would be involved, A, with Jackass or Viva La Bam, uh-huh. because we thought like our 15 minutes were up and they kept saying, and you're on the show and we were like doing what? And they're like, just being yourself. Okay, <laughs> doing, your, doing what? So, I mean, we never really did some acting job. We were just being ourselves. Sure. We never got to see a script. They never gave us a script. I found one, one time in our garage because they forgot somebody forgot the script. I didn't even Stand know there were scripts. I didn't even know there was were scripts. Was this before or after this happened? Before it happened. Before it happened. What did it say? Oh, oh, what was oh it? no, no. <laughs> so I opened it up, and guess what it said? It said, Abe comes home and starts to make dinner, and a hundred tarantulas are in her cabinet. <laughs> and, and like, I was like, I said to Phil, we're leaving. Wow. And I said, I'm leaving. I'm not doing that. I couldn't sleep for like two nights. And then I finally went to, I think, Joe DeVito. And I said, Joe, I'm really, really sorry. But like, I found this, but I can't do this. I can't do this. And like, I if you even do that in my house, I'm going to have to sell the house because you'll probably forget one and yeah. I'll die. Yeah. And they said, oh, don't worry about it. Bam scrapped it. He didn't want to do it either. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> wow. But who's, who's, coming, who's coming up with this yeah. stuff? Well, is, are you coming up or is there having team meetings? So we, have, we have team meetings, yeah. But I mean, I'll come up with the, when we decided to paint the entire kitchen blue. We had a team painting was, was that everything a, blue. Was that <laughs> apples, oranges, forks, knives, everything. everything. <laughs> Don't you still find blue shit? <laughs> and that was... That was no. 18 years ago. I said to you... Our telephone cord no. still has blue on it. We, no way. It still <laughs> works. Was that a tribute no. to weird science? That, I believe so. Yeah. That quilt still had blue on it, and you still have clothes that have blue on it. Oh, yeah. But the I thing wear. is, is that I remember coming down, and I'm like, bam. 
you couldn't have like lit the ceiling blue. You had to paint the ceiling blue. He goes, it wouldn't be true to my the people who are watching the show. It's like right. he goes, uh, if it's blue, it's because we painted it blue. That blue was like the gift that kept on giving. And uh, there are times when I'm on the phone and I'll look under the cabinet and I'm like, God damn, it's a little reminder. I'm like, I have painted this five hundred times. I have to explain things to people. D- really? They don't know already yeah. when they come over? Oh, well, when, like we had to replace the carpet in the living room. Okay. And when the guy took out the old carpet, he said, what are all these like marks in your like baseboards? And I'm like, oh, that was from the ice skaters. And they're like, <laughs> and he's like, what? And I'm like. The professional ice yeah. skaters. You sound, you sound crazy when you're telling them that. Yeah. Oh, I said, room. oh, I said, and they, he says, well, I don't know why this is all damaged down the staircase and i'm like oh okay so i said so so this is going to sound crazy (laughs) and and so they like packed the whole like stairway with snow and it was kind of like a you know a ski jump okay and and he's like why do you have a trap door (laughs) in there i said oh oh i said well actually that was where the fire pole was but they took the fire pole out but the trap door is still there and it's like lady I, yeah, what's I've, going on? I've in your slept house? a bunch when people come over to the castle still to this day, and like you, you're just like, oh yeah, that Slayer played, and then um, you know there was an exactly. elephant, there, and, <laughs> and people <laughs> are looking at you like, war. are you yeah. out of your mind? <laughs> like, and then you catch yourself, you're like, I must sound insane right now, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> well, I just say it like matter of fact, but there are older guys that are coming to work on their house, and they're like. Yeah, what like happened? they didn't live through that generation. Like what yeah. happened here? Yeah. Because and a lot of like, kids, oh. a lot of people grew up on that show, yeah, oh, and that yeah. was like a part of their lifestyle. Yeah, having a part of ours how long, too. How long did it take to paint the place blue? Well, we had such a big team; it happened very quickly. It like what, it, a couple uh, hours, like, like overnight. Yeah. Yeah, overnight. It was yeah, we were asleep. They did it, and yeah. when I came, yeah, I couldn't even believe what I was seeing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and just can I tell you, just this year. Picture. My friend, <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> oh, I saw the best meme of this. Um, it's you and Bam bl- painting each other blue, and then it's like the new Avatar movie looks lit. No, <laughs> you know what though? When I went over to the castle house and I was painting all those upstairs bedrooms, there's a little bit of that parade blue in every single one of those pants, oh, whether man. it was green or whatever. I put a little in there. Well. There- This episode is brought to us by AG1. It is very important to me that the supplements I take are of the highest quality, and that's why for years I have been drinking AG1. Unlike many supplement brands out there, AG1 conducts relentless testing to set the standard for purity and potency. It's also researched and developed by an in-house team of scientists, doctors, and nutritionists with decades of experience in their respective fields. I know that I can trust what's in every scoop of AG1 because it's tested for 950 contaminants and banned substances, while the industry standard, guess what? Typically only tested for 10. That's why the Nine Club has partnered with AG1 for so long because they make such a high quality product that I genuinely look forward to drinking every day. So if you want to replace your multivitamin and more, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get your free one-year supply of vitamin D3 plus K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first subscription at drinkag1.com slash nine club. All you got to do in your URL, type drinkag1.com slash nine club at checkout. Go give it a try. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The crazy thing is, is that, you know, I'm 43 now. So if I think of the things that I did in CKY1, Mm -hmm. such as pull up to a Wendy's drive-thru, order a Coke, only to say fire in the hole and throw it right back (laughs) at the bitch, people would think I belong in a mental institution. If I... Kicked open the door while Phil was taking a shit and beat his ass at the... How old are you now, Phil? 65. <laughs> at 65, they would say, Bam belongs in a fucking mental It, it, it wouldn't be, you know it wouldn't be like, funny anymore. It would be like, that's disturbing. That's just abuse. Yeah. It's just abuse. He was like, even back then, I mean, you guys barely got along. I mean, nobody else was doing it. But I mean, now, like, you can't, you can't repeat a show. You could do mm-hmm. something different. But the idea that you'd be kicking in the... T- even though you do that when you come home well, anyway. <laughs> well, thanks to Phil, I grew up with no rules because Abe yeah. would be like, if you're going out to play, make sure you don't cross the street. Then Phil would be like, you can cross the street. Just look both ways. <laughs> then, you, then Abe tried to ground me once. I forget what I did wrong, but you, oh, no. you, you attempted to ground me. She's like, Phil, Bam broke through the screen door. He's outside skating the half pipe. I'm like, yeah, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> you have no idea how insane it was for me because I was on a long tour and then I kind of, uh, walked into the set of Viva La Bam after you guys already filmed a few and to hear Bam like I'm gonna need a, a tank a snow leopard and a windmill and then a, a team of a-holes has to go out and make it happen or wow. they're fired do you know just this year we just replaced the roof and the guys that went up on the roof to replace it said what the hell happened up on your roof and it's like there was actually a hole and I said, oh, it was all those Christmas lights. I knew it. And the spotlight all was the, up there. And the spotlight. Oh. And it put a hole oh, in the oh. ceiling. But well, we, had to lift, we had to lift a piano from that up there, too, to drop it on a car. Do you remember the first <laughs> one? Wait. Do you remember? Here, no, no, no. The first one that you did with Tony Hawk and everybody coming, and it rained, and we went to Atlantic City, yeah. and you put that tarp up, and you put it in through our bump out of our window and tied it onto Phil's desk, and, and all the pouring rain. It pulled the bump out of the house like that. It drugged the desk no. across the bedroom and against the bump out, <laughs> and, and it, it was pulled, ready to rip the bump out it out. Pulled <laughs> the house down. So the first time after they did that, uh-huh. the rain came and it poured into our house because it took, oh. you know, the bump out of a house. It went like that. Better it shifted. Oh, they man. had we had to repair all of that. It was so crazy no, we, bad. Oh my god. My drum tech, Todd Yetter, bought like one of the Hummer H2s or whatever. and Just like babes. Again, one of those conversations where you sound insane. It's like, oh, Bam had one of those. Oh, really? Did he sell it? No, Don Vito like was mad at him and he drove it off a 400-foot cliff in a quarry. <laughs> He's like, yeah, what quarry, are you right. saying to me right well, now? Well, because I wrecked eight of Don Vito's cars, so he kept <laughs> buying another crappy one and I would destroy it. And then finally he had enough, so he put a brick on the gas pedal and let it go off a 500-foot quarry cliff. <laughs> but after a while, are you guys just becoming content with everything you know that's going on? Okay, so this well, is what Phil says to like, me. Uh, like, London is a great example. My son, like, you know, it's... You forget about things. And then um, he was playing Tony Hawk. You oh, know. that was funny. So th- I had to explain, oh, yeah, that's Uncle Bam. And he's like, what? And then when you unlock the game, you could play as you in your tidy whiteies. Phil, <laughs> Phil, okay. And then 
he's like, is that Ray, pop, 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 pop ups? Yeah. <laughs> like, and I'm just like, yeah. Like, like I don't even know how to explain it. He went over to his friends and found out and came home and he goes, Nobody tells me anything in this family. <laughs> oh my <Yeah>. gosh. <laughs> but are but, you guys just becoming, I mean, Phil, you're driving the, the, the lawnmower and fall into a pit. He's coming yeah. in and, and wailing on you, you know, uh, when you're sleeping and stuff like, do you just be, is it become normalized or? It, it had to, because when I retaliated, it got twice as bad. So I said, <laughs> let him do, do what he wants. Really. He can do what he wants because well, I'm not going to retaliate. When we would wrestle when I was younger, you would always win, but you kept getting bigger and fatter and I got faster and stronger. <laughs> That's true. I couldn't keep well, up. The whole thing was like, I, I thought to myself, I know this is all playful play, and it was all, sure. all while our Like nobody's were, getting hurt. But as they grew up, they were still playing the same play, and I'm thinking, this is starting to look a little strange. Mm. But I know that Phil came from a big family, so I mean, that was kind of like his normal norm. <laughs> you know, I think they were all wrestled and okay. played, and yeah, so that was, was his deal. So I mean, a lot of people were like, you know, my husband would never let my kid. Right. I said, but he kind of started it in the beginning. <laughs> yeah. so, you know, and, and you know what? When when uh, Viva La Bam started happening, I guess our address leaked, and there's no gate at the house that that Ape and Phil live at. So <laughs> our mailbox, it was a. It said BAM on it with the Element logo and mm -hmm. everything. And, and every night, almost every night, it would get smashed. And right. I couldn't take it anymore. So Don't I you wish ring cameras existed back yeah, then? Yeah, I know. <laughs> no. So I waited in a bush all night long one night. Oh, and we live in a cul-de-sac. So if you're not going to your house, it's our house and then three other houses. So once this dude made a loop, I was like, that's him. He's trapped. So I ran out and I <laughs> trapped him. I said, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm just turning around and I looked in the back and I see a sledgehammer I'm like really you're the son of a bitch so I grabbed the sledgehammer he's like you know what? I was like where'd you get this like, I got it at an auction the other day I'm like what do you have it in the back for and he couldn't explain so I smashed his I work on the railroad did you tell him what you were hiding in the bushes wearing what don't you remember no he had a pair of shorts, no shirt. It was wintertime. He had boots on and a purple fur coat. Oh. <laughs> that was like down to his, like down to his legs. So you could have looked that threatening. No. I, mean, come on. I mean, I'm thinking, good grief. I can't believe he's out there. And I can't believe you actually reached into the guy's I know. car and got the sledgehammer. Let me ask you a question. Did, did your mailbox get smashed? That was, that. That. that was the end of that. That was the end of that. That was the end of that. Even though like when we lived at the first seat, like the CKY house, mm -hmm. we, you know, we live on a road where there was like a long, long road. And then, you know, people would play. It was the lawnmower house. Well, yeah, it was like the lawnmower house. So, I mean, there would be a long way where people would play this baseball mailbox. Wait, you know? didn't Phil plant like a 12 foot no. steel pipe? Me Phil's and my dad, dad yeah. came over <laughs> and we said, we have this. to do something about this mailbox thing because we were replacing it all the time. Uh -huh. So my father-in-law shows up with like an eight foot iron pipe. Hey, I'm not kidding. It was 12 foot. I was they eight feet dug, deep throwing dirt up still. They were and then it was deep enough. For and then like <laughs> heavy duty welded the box on. Right. So <laughs> we put the box on and then he encases it with the wood. Now this is like years. It's okay, right? We're eating dinner one night and we hear like an explosion. And we go out and here's this guy's car annihilated. <laughs> 
and, and the mailbox is perfect. He, he not, no, no, right? he bent the pipe and then he ripped his whole underneath out. Right? The pipe bent. His but. whole car was like total. The front end, like the headlights are facing each yeah, other right? and the mailbox is still fired. It, Just conquered the front of it. It, it. it like wrapped itself around, like the bumper and everything, like lights were looking wow. at each other. And he said, I went down, I'm like, what happened? He goes, I, I sneezed and I'm like oh. you sneezed <laughs> yeah right remember when you slapped That's the owner so of that hotel in Australia cause v- Vinnie Paul oh from uh, f- yeah. from Pantera and there was uh, a drum set at the lobby of this fancy hotel in Australia. It was like a the jazz trio or something he hops on the drum to start playing and the manager well like, no you made him yeah, I know. You're like yo Vinnie get up there man <laughs> play some like Led Zeppelin Moby Dick or something and speaking of Vinnie we were on a first-class flight from where? L.A. to get there? It was a 20-hour uh, flight. He's so wasted. He wakes up. He's like, how much longer is the flight? I'm like, no. He asked, when are we taking off? I was like, we took off 20 hours ago. We've landed. We're here now. He's like, huh? Yeah. Like, just so happy. He, he asked me for a room service menu. He thought we were at the hotel still. I'm like, yo, we're, in the, we're on the plane, man. So he gets on the drums, and the manager of this nice hotel comes up. He's like, you need to stop playing that right now. This is in the lobby. I'm like, I'm pretty Larry. How like, dare you? How dare you? Do you know who he is? He's Pantera's Vinnie Paul. He's one of the best drummers on the planet. I was like, whap it. I just smacked him across the face. I'm like, you should be ashamed of yourself. You, you were like pointing at him like this, and then you slapped him, and then he just took it. He was like, oh, I had no idea it was the Pantera guy. And he kept playing? Did he keep yeah. playing? Yeah. He kept playing. You need to get with a program. I did that on, when I was on Iceland there, there was this dude snoring behind me, and I couldn't take it anymore, so I just turned around and whacked him right in the face, and his wife woke up and everything. He's like, what you doing? I'm like, stop snoring. I can't concentrate. Well, hypocrite me started snoring just a couple hours after that when He's I fell asleep. But they made him move seats, and then when I landed, they... um. They said I'd either write an apology letter to the airline or I'm not allowed on it anymore. Oh, <laughs> and aren't I banned from the Wellington Airport in New Zealand for life? I, I'm just hearing about track of all this I'm, stuff. Yeah. I'm just hearing this now. Track. I got roofied at a CKY show, and then when it was time to fly to Perth from there, I, I couldn't even... They said I, anyone I, I had, had to lay down on a bench, and the security was like, you can't lay down on this bench. So then I get up, and I lay down on the floor. He's like, you can't lay down on the floor. So then I go outside, I lay down on the grass. He's like, you can't lay down on the grass. I'm like, well, then where the fuck can I lay down, asshole? They banned me from Wellington Airport. They just no, had a flight the Not next just day. you. Anyone with the last name Margera. So like, oh. if our cousin from New Hampshire that I talked to like twice is like, yeah, I think I'm going to go to New Zealand. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> so just tried to check in the very next day. And they said that you're banned. He's like, I've never been here before. Well, what no, are you talking that, about? That was like 10 years ago. And then I got an offer to play New Zealand like recently-ish. And um, I was like, I there was a... Th- incident but it's probably over by now and uh he was like yeah that's ridiculous and then he booked it and then like the next day he calls he's like what happened man like the new zealand government called me and canceled the show and everything (laughs) i was like whoa they were serious bam i got a quick question bam what is larried up mean i never heard that expression it means all liquored up larried up yeah that's a bloodhound gang uh (laughs) bloodhound gang okay well i know you've had your fair share of stalkers you know you talked about on the show one uh the the treehouse lady (laughs) oh yeah um but phil and april have you ever had crazy people that yeah it's happening right now really we well, we actually 
had the crazy stalker that was at the castle mm. part one at our house first. The the so, who burnt down the uh, the treehouse. Yeah, she she actually I was the first one. We were swimming. I had the kids over, and she gets off a bus with her huge bag, and I was like, "Can I help?" Oh, she started setting up a skateboard in the garage, and you guys sent me over. To confront her. She just randomly just showed up in the garage. No, yeah. she yeah. skateboarded to our st my store. And then when I drove home, she followed me home. Well, and the first thing I was like. She had a big box of, of uh, stuff she drew for Bam, which was gigantic. Well, I, I went over and I was like, can I help you? Or like, are you lost or something? And she's like, oh, no, I'm not lost. I'm here to marry Bam. And I was like. Nine one one. Yeah, I sat. I sat with her in the driveway and made her a sandwich and waited for the cops to come. And they were really nice. They put her whole big box in there and they took her to a shelter, which took her to a psychiatric ward. Okay. And then she got out. Apparently, found the castle house, crawled through the swamp to live in the treehouse right. for three months because nobody ever went there. There were so there. many whittle carvings, like. Oh. Of, of pick uh, into the wood of of the tree for that that you there was just messages for days that God. I'm like she must have been here for months. You should have seen the box. The, the of stuff. stuff she brought. It was just plain crazy. A female unibomber like in in the tree yeah. fort. Oh my gosh! But, but the thing is, like, if if you put her in the car to take her to like a mental institution or whatever or anything like that or a safe house or safe harbor. Mm -hmm. To like have a place to live, she'll get out of the car and do a cartwheel and then go in. Like, <laughs> like go in, dude. Actually, right, right, right. when she finally barged the house and when when you were sleeping and you called the cops, didn't she do a cartwheel naked yeah. while running? The cops were chasing her through the woods. She showed up naked, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like yeah, night, kissing yeah. my neck, and I thought it was Missy. And I was like, "We'll get to that in the morning. I'm tired." Then I see that she's sleeping the other way, and then I look up and I see this silhouette of this like skinny chick hair armpits naked as fuck and then when I turn the lights on she's on the rug fingering herself saying the owls sent me from Jupiter alright keep it PG the owls are from Jupiter yes and then she said we're supposed to marry each other because my parents invented goats and trailers oh sweet Right. Yeah. So then when the police showed up, five cop cars show up, the gate opens, beep, 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 and she, she's naked outside seeing this happen. She goes, oh, shit. So she does a naked cartwheel car and just bolts into the woods. The police looked for her for seven hours. I'm like, dude, I'm going to the bar, man. <laughs> oh, I can't take this. Oh, my anymore. God. But you've had stalkers yourself? The yeah, we've had people like show up at our door at all hours of the day. Really? We, I mean, honestly, the funny part was we live on a cul-de-sac, mm -hmm. okay? So for Halloween... We, we get like five kids, you know, and they've all grown up, so we shouldn't get any kids. Okay. But then we did Viva La Bam, and it got to the point <clears> where, you know, we're all ready for a couple kids, and before we know it, like 60 kids show up, and then the next year, it was like 120 kids. It's a lot of kids. They were coming from <laughs> Jersey, everywhere. And then some were like, "Are you thirty? Are you in your thirties? <laughs> too old. Yeah. Yeah. Trick or they treat. They weren't even really? half of them dressed. But then the third year, CKY played on on Halloween night, and we wanted to go. Mm. So we were still doing the show, but we hired a security guard who sat there with a stack of snacks this tall mm -hmm. in the driveway. It was a nice balmy night. Okay, and he handed them out until we came home, and he said. When you brought me here with the stack of snacks, he is like, lady, you live in the sticks. And it's like, don't worry, you'll be busy. Wow. <laughs> wow. 
<laughs> what about the skate park though? Did the skate park let people could show up for that? Yeah, it's still yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, wow. And and the funny thing is, is that I don't want it to be an empty skate park, even though I haven't been there in three and a half years. So you want people to utilize so, it, right? Yeah, I want yeah. you to skate it. But there's only two rules. It's the trash can is free. Throw your shit away. Mm. And then the other rule is shut off the fucking lights when you're done. And be done at 10. And then Jess will wake up at 3 in the morning just to take a quick piss and look out the window. Be like, the lights are on. Like, how can you oh. forget? Well, do you know why? Costing me. Wait, it's like, right. last... I'm paying for these random people to skate maybe $400 a night if you le- keep the lights back, on. Yeah, back leave. in the Somebody... summer, there was like a heat wave. It was like almost 100 every day. Mm. And I go down there. Not only are all the lights on, but. Someone turned the heat on. The floor heater. <laughs> it's floor heaters okay. for the wintertime. They don't even care. And then there was one o'clock in the morning, a bunch of random losers show up and blast off like fireworks in the field. Oh. And the last three weeks, somebody came and threw trash all over the field. Really? It took Dude, that would be Which like is broken to bottles me. in the bottom of the bowl. It's Jess like, will walk out to his so old-fashioned Cadillac, and there's just beer cans all, all over the yeah. trunk and roof. So, like, which is crazy because a lot of these guys, like, they're like, "Hey, you know, I drove from Michigan, like, and I look at the plates on their car, and it's Michigan. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, you can skate for a little bit." And then they just like trash the place, which is like insane to me. It's like, you know, I I like Abbey Road Studios in London. That's like my mecca. Like if I was lucky enough to go in there and I just left like a beer bottle on the piano. There's a ming and ass shit in the toilet with (laughs) a radio in there and there's cigarette butts all over the table. And then there's smashed beer cans. It's crazy. We've walked in there with so much trash. And the thing is, is that like what we say, we have a sign. You bring in the trash, take the trash out mm-hmm. with you that you brought in. Mm-hmm. So if you brought some trash or drinks or whatever, put it in a bag, put it in your car and go. Yeah. Because when you fill up the trash cans, it's a full-time job for us and we can't lift these big, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like we're, we're out there picking trash up from guys that we're just letting go in there. It's so, I felt so it's bad so because, abusive. Um, Anthony yes. Green from Circus Survive, now he's in a new band with the My Chemical Romance guy, LS Tunes really good check it out um they shot a video in the skate barn and i felt terrible because i i didn't really like look before they showed up to film and someone like left stuff all over over. so like his poor like camera crew had to clean it all up like because i didn't even know about it well it's yeah it's really hard because like they come in it's like oh we'll be so nice and we'll be out and then you go down there the next day when they're gone you're like dude are you kidding me well one day i had this two-hour-old idea that I made come to life instantly. I'm like, you know what? I'm having Valiant Thor play, CKY, Beanie Siegel, Freeway, and it's all going to be in the barn. Everybody's welcome. The gate code is this, and show up Show up in two days from now. That was a hot the mess. Township, the township <laughs> always makes up a new rule to shut it down, but they could not file this in time, okay. so there's nothing they could do about it. So when so many cars pulled up at the, and filled up my entire property of 14 acres that they started parking on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. No school buses everywhere. could get through. Oh. Yeah. Oh we gosh. were fined for days. Oh. We paid for every single and ride the in day every after... single person's lawn. It was a nightmare wow. that he doesn't understand. The, the check this out. Check this out. I had a duffel bag, a big trash bag just filled with money. Because we were like selling pizza, Jack was collecting shit at the door, and Beanie Siegel said, "If I show up, I want seventy five hundred dollars." I'm like, "Yeah, no problem." He's like, 
all right, cool. I'm bringing my homeboy freeway. I'm like, you can bring whatever homeboy you want. You can bring your girlfriend, your boyfriend, anybody. So <laughs> freeway does a song or two with him. And then when it's time for Beanie to collect the money, he's like, well, what about him? I'm like, what about him? He's like, I said I was bringing freeway. I said, yeah, you can bring whoever you want. He's yeah. like, well, what about his 7,500? I'm like, no, 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 no. This is oh not the agreement. We argued yeah, back and forth to where I just yeah. had to shut up and give it to Well, the next yep, day after the party, they had an emergency township meeting and passed a law. Of course. No, no more than 100 people for a party. Oh, and then yeah. also, yeah. Oh, oh, but there was, was there was a wedding down the road of more than 100 people. They also said that you cannot have an event anymore and you can't sell tickets. And, and the next day, there is these horses with dudes with guns chasing these foxes with flutes. I'm like, who is <laughs> trespassing <laughs> through my land? Yeah. My land? They're like, oh, it's the fox hunt. So I look it up on the internet, Pacops and Fox Hunt Township. It's an event and you sell tickets. Mm. I'm like, you just passed a rule just- because of me that I can't sell tickets. He's like, well, this has been happening for decades. It's grandfathered in. I'm like, oh, so you get to sell tickets and have an event, but I can't? And then one of the neighbors um, made it so that Not you- to mention you're trespassing, killing fucking foxes in my property. What which is not cool with me because it's a spirit animal and that's fucked. Well, right? you guys had to film the third season of Evil of Bam like in Europe and stuff, right? Because one of the neighbors like pulled some strings and made it so that you can't film. Well, do you know that what it was? Do State it, of Bam. Basically, it backfired on him because M. Night Shyamalan wanted to film scenes on his property and he was like, oh, sweet. And it's like, uh uh-uh. uh, this is a two way street, man. Right. Like, wow. <laughs> and then he was like, damn it. I just yeah. shot no, myself no. in the it was foot. A, it was a neighbor down the street who got yeah. the offer. And he said no because the and township. M. Night Shyamalan was, was, was going to pay him like a location fee, like and, a big location and fee. And they wouldn't like, let bah! it happen. They let it happen. <laughs> but you know what? It's just like, look, that whole thing at the castle was too much. Mm. And like, we just tried to cover, you know, well, the I know food why. and everything else. Because it was, it the, was the neighborhood, over. which which no. Georgia Brusher from across the street, she's the township supervisor. So they made me a cake and everything saying, welcome to the neighborhood, not knowing who I was. I didn't show up for the cake or the party or anything. I'd slay or play instead. And there's a jail down the street. And they said that people were shaking the jail bars because they were so pumped for hearing Slayer live. And you, you got know? a ton of letters like the, a few days later like from all the prisoners. Like, thanks for the Slayer, man. Yeah, so then I had an upside-down <laughs> car in the driveway. So the next day, well, there's no more rules of having upside-down cars in the driveway. There's no more <laughs> rock concerts at nighttime. If you only went to the go decibel, get the cake. No, well, you know, yeah. It could have been all no. different. Well, yeah. The decibel level not of, of Not only did you, whatever, you they, blow they, off their party, but you... you uh, had Slayer play and all the livestock from down the road jumped the fence. All and the horses were running wild. Hours, no. hours, he, hours to round them up. He was trying to run the spectrum at his house and you can't do that. Right. So, I mean, like, enough said. I mean, they probably passed how many laws because uh, of a million because it was crazy yeah. right but like, the, you know hearing all these stories right now seems like this was a non-stop but this was kind of like it was not it was every but week. really anything that i come up with if i had a wrestling ring by the treetop casino and there was a zip line and there was a a naked not naked a lesbian <laughs> vegan wrestling match they're like no more lesbians no more vegans okay. no more zip lines no more wrestling no, no more treetop no. casinos either who would be and, and this was a me. while ago but still when I'm driving in like I, I wave to the neighbors and they're like oh they're flicking no. yeah. excuse me I'm like yeah I'm not the what guy you're, what you're forgetting is Okay, the wrestling thing was down there and everything else, and it was a really long day of filming. And what time in the 
in the cold, cold winter did we get to film that 1 a.m. And it sounded really loud. So there you go. And, and you know, Missy Margera, when I was married to her at the time, she's such a sweetheart. But I don't know what came about her, but there's like a lot of horse horses in the road sometimes because I live in the middle of nowhere and it's all horse property. So she's driving by in a Range Rover. I guess she was going a little fast because she had to be somewhere quick. But the lady on the horse was like, slow down. She just skids out, puts on the e-brake. She goes, then drive your fucking horse on your fucking farm. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Get in, Oh, my God. <laughs> when did you, April, when did you realize that we were in trouble? No. Well, <laughs> okay, let's get to that too. But also, like, when did you realize that this was big? Like, when did this you was realize big? Like, Viva La Bam. You well, you know what? The two I sons think, from hell. No, it's when Abe <laughs> found this note in fifth grade that said, I'm going to be best friends with Tony Hawk. I'm going to be a pro skateboarder. I'm going to have a red Ferrari in the driveway. And then she really? looks in the driveway. She sees a red Ferrari. She's like, who got you that? Well, I'm like, well, Tony Hawk's video game did. So well, she's like, look at this note. That's wow. not exactly it. Okay. The, the, like, honestly, it was at our house, you know, where they first started filming CKY. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until our little house had half of Westchester packed in, like, we had showings three times a day and it was packed from like front to stern Mm -hmm. and these kids were loving the movies and I thought, you know what? They have something here. Mm. And I mean... Our town was just boring enough too. Yeah, we, we had to do things like like <laughs> blow things up and and guess yeah. what? Free was funny. Free mm-hmm. was funny. And then funny. like when we got a big budget, it got worse and worse for us. Mm. But you know, honestly, the township around our house packed up one day because they didn't even know what to do. They shut the township down, came over because they didn't know how to. How do you give like a How citation you, for a, an elephant? We had, a, and, we, had and, we turned the whole front house into right. a, a, a moat with a drawbridge with an elephant in it, <laughs> and they tried to write us a ticket for that. And then I have all these notes for the neighbors saying thanks so much for letting my kid pet an elephant and feed it apples and shit. I'm like, oh, so I get all these thank you notes from all the neighbors, but I get a ticket from the township. Thanks well, so much. Well, the Christmas show, they came out again. They they even got a van and all came over, and they just didn't even know. What where to, to begin because it looked there like was, the Griswold because there was snow a snow making machine there was a poor cow dressed like a a you know a a reindeer and there was a whole <laughs> choir out there and Vito out there screaming his brains out like some idiot and you know it was just insanity right <laughs> and my house was punched through a billion holes to light it up so you could see it from space why did and, the snow making machine come from Georgia are you serious? Yeah, I so said, where are you guys from? They said Georgia. Why would yeah. a snowmaking machine come because from Georgia? Because they don't have snow there, I guess. They so they make to... it down there? Yeah. yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. They yeah. ship it over. And the elephant came from Connecticut, and the yeah. alligator came from Connecticut. And he showed up a day early, I heard. And the skating chimpanzee came from Georgia as well. <gasps> Georgia I awesome? love that chimpanzee. He loved you. Yeah. He loved me better. <laughs> <laughs> he was skating the half pipe. He liked your skateboard. Tell the story about the monkey ape. He wanted to steal Bam's board. He thought Every time Bam did a trick, he says this monkey came and stole Bam's board and it, it still didn't work for him. Skateboarding so monkey. he kept stealing Bam's board to use what Bam was doing. Because it was amazing. Bam's, wow. Bam's tricks were better on his board, so he wanted his board. So then he would take his board and it didn't work, and then Bam was using his board and then he'd want See, that, that board. board right? <laughs> <laughs> wow. But when you got the MTV deal, that must have been. 
well, when, when you were like, Whoa. I mean, when they told us that we were getting our own show, do you know, it wasn't even until the third Jackass movie that they actually came and told us that we got Viva La Bam because of the alligator in my kitchen scene. I never knew that. <laughs> oh, interesting. Well, did you know that's that? That's what did it. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. Wow. I never knew that. Where, yeah, what did you say? You got the alligator from the Poconos? Yeah. yeah. Yep. How, did you, how did you source that out? <laughs> I'm telling you, we have a big team that spends all yeah, day looking like things saying. up on the internet and, and figuring all this stuff out. And when I would come up with these crazy ideas, I would make it so over the top that because people, they can't just say, hey, okay, way to go. Like if you watch a rough cut and, and you're hired to make notes, you can't always just say perfect show, put it on. Then you're not. Then your job is not valid. Yeah. So they always have to have these notes. One of them said, "Oh, Bam is talking with his buddy in the Hummer, and he doesn't have a seatbelt on, so we can't use this scene." I'm like, if you're looking at the opener of Viva La Bam, I'm rocking and rolling in the Hummer without a seatbelt on, mm. and then I get out of the car and stand on the roof. Bam <laughs> <laughs> can do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so MTV like, opener, yeah, and that I'm in a Hummer without a seatbelt, and nobody else is. is. Oh. So, but now they, uh, there's just a random note that says, "I don't have my seatbelt on in this one scene." But we've been doing it for 19 episodes. Now they, they well, got cra- almost- so crazy at one point that they would like blur my shirt like Evan's oh. drumheads, and it's Ooh. like, yeah, we can't show that. It's like they're my drum sponsor, that, and uh, they literally, I'm on their rosters for things like this. And you they blur the CKY T-shirt many times, an yeah. audio shoes T-shirt many oh. times. Oh, the hardest part. What, am I going to sue myself? Like the hardest oh, CKY logo. The on hardest there. part was getting cleared. The picture behind you, where did that come from? Where's the plate? You got, yeah. oh my oh, God. But then how would you get an alligator? You just like barged it? Yeah. You, you, uh, just, you can't, like, you don't you don't get that approved. Then. You mean, just go for it. Is that yeah, what you're yeah. basically? Wow. They, they found weirder things, like Civil War cannons and stuff. Like, these poor guy, like, guys that worked on the show, it's like, all right, now Bam needs a... Uh, a spider monkey and a, like <laughs> oh it's like they have to like but make every, this happen every once in a while because we did 65 episodes so every once in a while there would be like a producer that switched because maybe they either got fired or had a different job to do so a new guy came in mm-hmm. Danny Way Colin McKay and um Chris Markovich flying on a helicopter landing the property to <laughs> do these skate tricks and Danny's trying this line, and at the end of the line, he's trying to air off this quarter pipe into the bank. And, you know, I think it took him maybe 20 tries. He's still trying it. And this new guy, Pete DeLaggio, just goes, you know what, Danny? You either need to land it now or we need to wrap this up and keep filming. I'm like, he's trying to land it. That's the whole idea. He's trying his ass off. Can't you see the frustration that he has? We're going to sit here until he lands it because that's what skaters do. They don't give up and they're not going to stop and move along. He's like, well, we need to do a 360 whip pan and then bing, bang, boom and then get the next (laughs) shot. I'm like, oh my God, get out of here, you Hollywood (laughs) asshole. Well, you know what? What was it? Was that the helicopter that so, they landed? Hey, we're going to take you. You're going to deliver the line. We're going to do a 360 whip pan, and then bing, bang, boom, and then we get the shot, and then we got the shot. I'm like, get out of here. Well, And I, most of the comedy is, is the spontaneity of it, so you well, can't, like, oh, can't do really that again. It. You can't. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like, you can, but it's not going to be as genuine. Would they yeah. try to do some of that stuff? At like, times, when did, we, stuff? Yeah. when did yeah. we land the helicopter in the backfield and then they wouldn't, the FAA wouldn't let you take it out of there and yeah. we had to truck it, it out? It had to yeah. stay there until oh, they, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh-huh. You get the truck right. out of a helicopter? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which wasn't easy because those gas <laughs> would not those fit gates. through the gate. Oh. That raise it, yo. You guys have lived like 20 <laughs> lives. I mean, geez, just on that little compound. Wow. Did you ever like fire someone on your show, like a producer you just didn't like or something like that? The, the, um, Not me. No. I, I would make some complaints and whatnot, but I, I would never say you're fired. But Overall, you tortured poor Bruce to death. You know what's crazy? But though? Bam loved Bruce, but he tortured him. I know he loved him. Bruce. <laughs> yeah. Well, you drove a car through Bruce's window. So you drove a car through Bruce's so, window. Well, yes, Bruce. He kept saying that. He kept saying this word organic. We need to make the show more organic and more organic and more organic. I'm like, you want organic? So we get all larried up at Tuffer's Pub. Yeah. <laughs> I show up at two a.m. with Ryan Dunn and Tim Glom, and I just he's he's wasted and he's sleeping on the couch and we can In see right through the apartment window doors. and he's just snoring so i just drive the hummer right through the window into his house and the whole window breaks and everything and he's so larried up he, he's not even awake from it so i back <laughs> up and i leave the police show up asking what happened and he says i must have drove my car through my oh, own yeah. window. <laughs> so now he's like on the verge of getting a dui when they figured out that it wasn't him it was me glom stands on the roof of the hummer when i'm when i'm going through the window and he, and he his tries, arm. no he broke his kneecap he tried yeah. to do like a, oh, and it landed, he landed on, on a, a parking a parking block oh. yeah. i think yeah. that's the original footage somewhere yeah, yeah. so you guys yes, were filming that. yeah roger yeah. was there yeah. Yeah. roger has right. it oh yeah how was does roger live with you guys back then well filming for this lived with even film yeah, for like a what? year or more yeah how was that how was living with rog it was he's awesome did he make chili you know what but roger you wasted a lot of money on coffee every morning you'd go to starbucks and buy a five dollar cup of coffee we made coffee at home for free no, I'm he sick. was so easy. Like, we hardly even knew he was there. And I mean, honestly, it was a pleasure to have him. And, you know, he was always respectful. He's a considerate guy. He's oh, very definitely. considerate. Yeah. And I mean, like I said, there was no problem whatsoever. Mm. Yeah. So, and Raj, why were you living with them and not just like get a little apartment there or a hotel or something? It seems like, you know, MTV would have paid for it. close to the action. Yeah, oh. and I said to him, like, don't try to get anything. You can stay up mm. in it. stay upstairs. We have the three bedrooms and you know, okay. you can Because honestly, a lot of the funniest moments are just like waiting for lights to get set up, like yeah. when when you're just messing with people. Yeah. It's when we usually get the best jacket and stuff and yeah. then we're waiting around for the bit room. to happen and <laughs> right, right. What's that? I pretty much moved into Jess's room. Yeah. And like, yeah. Bam was still there. It was before he bought the castle. Yeah, so Bam was living there too, right? Yeah, yeah. a little yeah. bit. Oh, you guys were, where uh, were you living, Jess? Uh, on a tour bus. <laughs> so that's why you weren't kind of uh, like involved with. Yeah, it, uh, you missed a lot of it. You missed a lot of it, right? Yeah, yeah. tours. The, the band was on tour, and I mean, mm. like he was anytime he was in town. But you know, he he wasn't part of the crew because he was always on the go. Did you feel like you were missing out? Um, I mean, I I'm a musician, so yeah. like as fun as it is, you know, being on the shows and stuff, I I want to be known for. Sure. Being, a, being a drummer <laughs> right right yeah. but there was a lot of fun stuff going on i'm sure you'd come back and hear all the stories yeah. or see it on tv would you watch He'd the show never a dull moment um actually we were recording an album in hawaii when jackass first premiered oh. and uh one of the our friends there we we're on Vulcan. uh she was like a house sitter and it was like one of this these guys that you know writes like financial books or something and he is the craziest house you've ever seen and he's only there for like two weeks out of the year you know so we uh got to watch the whole first season of jackass on his movie theater wow. screen yeah it was pretty cool would you guys watch episodes of viva la bam 
like and see. Well, we would always watch it at we do du- Duffer's. Parties. We would do premieres at mm. Duffer's yeah. pub, and everybody would show up. Okay. Well, the first, you know like first season of Jackass, I, even though I wasn't there, I was all over it because a lot of it was, they just took CKY footage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, do you know what yeah. though? Mm-hmm. Like Viva La Bam, mm-hmm. when it was on the Sunday Stew, and uh, like Roger knows this, it was crazy. We filmed that show Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. The tape got sent to California. It was edited. It was on the air that Sunday really? night. What? <laughs> that quick? That quick for the first season. So you would film a one episode in a week. And it aired when, on when a I, Sunday night. When I first showed up How to would you be Studio quick? City, I, I didn't know what the the warehouse looked like or whatever that, that Viva La Bam was at. I wake up, or I walk in, there's like... 10 editing booths of 10 editors and there's all these people doing all this stuff on the computer. I'm like, what's everybody? We're looking up the information to find the elephant that you need. You know, I'm like, well, what's this guy doing? He's working on episode (laughs) one and he's working on episode one with him. He's working on episode two. He's working on... So everybody's just powering it out. Are you you seeing it before it comes out? Yeah, there was Um, daily cuts. I I would do daily cuts. No, you had no no say over anything. And and we had a couple editors in, in New York as well. And I remember... Chris Cole did this switch tray flip over the pyramid mm-hmm. that I was like, why is that not in there? They're like, well, what's a switch tray flip? I'm like, it's when you're skating backwards and then the board goes 360 horizontal and vertically at the mm. same time. They're like, dude, <laughs> I don't compute. I'm like, Ugh. I'm like, it's when the board, it goes 360, which is a circle, <laughs> horizontal and the other way, but he's doing it backwards. So when you see him, when, uh, you know what? Fuck it. I just get in the car. I drive three hours to New York. I walk into the booth. I'm like, all right, fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. Stop. That's a switch tray flip. Goodbye. <laughs> I mean, it's important for you yeah. to have it on the, in the show. Right. Because right? It's very I'm, important. And I had to teach the editors, look, if you're watching a skate session, mm-hmm. start from the end and work your way down. Because if you start at the end, then that means a hammer has been done and everybody's been warmed up and they got the mm-hmm. good clip. If, if you start putting an ollie over the pyramid and then a 180 over the pyramid and then a backside 180 and then that's the clips, it's like, you need to keep watching the rest because now there's switch backside flipping the yeah. pyramid. Like, also, don't even bother watching the first 30 minutes. They're just warming up. Bam, I don't, I don't think you get enough credit for uh, like what we were talking about earlier, like the, His the, mus- editing the music. Yeah, and that mm. music. Because uh, I don't know what like screaming match you must have had on the phone when Clutch was on yeah. uh, the one episode. Yeah. But I guess Neil Fallon, the singer, witnessed you like fighting for like, n- you know, like you would put like bands that it's and hard to explain. On MTV at all. Yeah, yeah, it's like MTV gets like paid to to promote. Like you know, like the oh, new okay. Green Day oh, album is right. coming out. He fought for bands so, from from Finland, from right. Oh, yeah. So like, so they would yeah. put like the new Green Day single or whatever, and Bam would be like, no, 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 we need Viking Skull here. You know, like it fits perfect. Blah blah blah, right. and like they put up such a stink, and Bam was so like brass tacks about it, and uh, you know Neil and a lot of bands like are. Big um, because of it, yeah, and and yeah. and they were like, "What an awesome!" Like, you know, the the executives must have been tearing their hair out every mm-hmm. every they time. They were, but you know what? Yeah. I'm proud of him. He fought for everything that he and wanted, it, and it really I mean, made all the difference. If it you know? was up to them, That's why it was the number one show too. Yeah. yeah, but if it was up to them, 
I, I mean, I would be like, so we're having Danny Way and Tony Hawk show up, and then Ariana Grande is going to perform. You know, like, right. I don't want that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't want that. Yeah, she has a neat voice or whatever, but that's not my cup that's of tea. That's like your style. Uh, yeah, like, right. I want Cradle Filth. I want Slayer. I want, you know, like, like Slayer. Who's Slayer? This and then scene doesn't Slayer call for Ariana Grande. It calls for Fireball Ministry. And... By the way, Ariana Grande is doing fine. She right. doesn't. She doesn't need our <laughs> help. But you know what is, <laughs> what is funny is that I was at the MTV Awards and uh, Pink, the singer Pink, mm -hmm. shows up and she's like, "Do you know who I am?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, you're the singer Pink." She's like, "No, I'm Alicia with the green hair from Cheapskates." I, I think she gave me my like, first Fugazi tape. What? <laughs> Yeah. And then she's like, come over to my house in Venice. I got a half pipe. So I Yeah, right. Yeah, they yeah. were they were skate rats. That, yeah. that was yeah. the craziest well, you even, thing. You didn't even make that comparison. I did not put the two and two together. Well, like if, if you when we skated Love Park with Alicia from Doylestown all the time, like she gave me my first Fagazi tape, you know? Like oh, she was wow. like she was like punk hardcore chick. Yeah. So to see her doing pop music was just like, what the hell? <laughs> I know. And how great how actually how great is she? Yeah. Like she oh, just yeah. Kept going. But she Angie Mary Carey. At the time, yeah. it's like yeah. seeing Ozzy Osbourne doing Burt Bacharach covers or something. You know? like, yeah, yeah Wait, I mean, she's amazing. You met her at Low Park? Yeah, yeah. That's and Cheapskates, yeah. She's wow. from uh, Doylestown, and, and not far from us. Cheapskates was an hour away, and whenever Bob, the owner, would call up Phil and say Bucky Lasik is there or Tom Boyle or Sean Miller, Phil would take me out of school at 7th or 6th grade and, and drive me right up there to go wow. skate. <laughs> and uh, Pink grew up near where you did the... Uh, Doyle's Cheapskate. Yeah, like yeah. we Not knew Doyle's her. Time. Wasn't she at the, where we Point Pleasant? No. no it was Doyle's Town. No. Oh, we met her there too, though. At yeah, the, but she was at the she was the at the NSAs. And speaking of Pink, she kissed me on the cheek at the same time Fergie did. Ooh, oh, I was amazed. Oh, I wish oh, I had a picture. Are you pissed <laughs> at it? Phil He'll be getting all the perks over here. Yeah. He does wow. get the Pink perks. Pink on this I cheek said, and Fergie on the other cheek. And I'm like, whoa. Oh, oh, oh. No, I tell, everybody, I tell everybody I slept with Billy Idol, but Phil was there too. Yeah, he was, he was in the bed with us all night. Yeah. <laughs> and Odorous from Guar. Oh, Odorous yeah. slept with us. He got into their bed in full monster gear yeah. and, and was like, I had a bad dream. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. I think when it's me, I was when bleeding. Phil was on Celebrity Fit Club, he was with Carrie Busey. And, oh and didn't he tell you that... Oh, he was dating a uh, doctor of holistic medicine. She was very good looking. And uh, she said, Phil, you want to lose weight, right? She says, well, how about if we rent this gym and me and five of my friends get naked and you chase us all over the gym and the first one you catch, you get the screw. And I'm here. <laughs> I'm married. And they said, well, you want to lose well, weight, you don't you? <laughs> <laughs> and they were hot. I'm yeah. not kidding. They Gary Busey and mom are now enemies. No, you know what? Gary said the funniest thing because when we, when you, your team won and we were going to go to Hawaii, he no, said, Phil won the whole thing. He got a diamond watch and then he, he got did. a hot tub. And but our team also no, 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 won a bunch of awards won. too. Trips so they won stuff trips. like that. Yeah. So Gary says, hey, Ape and Phil, Instead of going to that really, really nice resort, why don't you come over to the other side of the mountain and live with the dog people with us? And I'm like, thanks, Gary, but I'm going to the hotel. Yeah. <laughs> so the dog people? He said the dog people. We looked I them up and they're real. I think is. there was dog people in Hawaii. What Did he talk about yeah, what is it? I don't really I know. I said, Gary, moment, if I'm going to Hawaii, I am not going <laughs> to live with dog people. <laughs> Have you seen our our show? That's I'm a good a, I gotta get away from the dog people. <laughs> <laughs> well, that seems like a straight up Gary's uh, alley right now. Well, Phil <laughs> lost the most weight, and I just wanted to say, Phil. 
Congratulations. Congratulations for gaining it all back in a fucking month as soon as you got back to Philadelphia with a goddamn right. Italian sub. Right, Cheese sticks I, are I good, man. changed their mind because... <laughs> you and your saltwater hoagies. No, I, I came in at 350 and got down to 311, so I lost like... Uh, 353 and I lost 42 pounds, but... Wow. Other people will only weigh 210 and they lost 39 pounds. Oh, wow. And I so said, he changed the show. Well, they lost more so than me. You should give them the win. Yeah. And, no. And I, so then they, they, the next year they did percentage, the most percentage of weight. Because Phil went trophy. to the office and but, said, you need to do percentages. Like I'm 350, and I'm losing 30 pounds. And not the weight loss, that's not fair. Right, right. Because so, technically more. it wasn't. Like I mean, 100 pounder loses lost 20 more. pounds, that's 20%. I lost what, percent Well, because they lost. A, a bigger percentage of their body weight and so mm-hmm. Phil the winner goes up and it's like you know I really shouldn't have won <coughs> shouldn't have you should have done it by percentages but you still went to Hawaii you yeah. yeah. went to Hawaii yeah, yeah, yeah. but they would and do the shit to screw with you. With you. The other island didn't they put a nice delicious hunk of chocolate cake on the table and they said whoever eats it or, or what was the deal with that remember they they, they, they sat did it have there a challenge I'm 65 now. I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> hey, did you have to live in a house? Was that the deal, or did you just was it just with all the other people? Yeah, yeah. You had to weekends only. I would no, be home. No, it was weekends because then oh, they would give you okay. two weeks in between, and then you have to follow the diet and do everything, and then come oh. back for the weigh-in. But like when F- Bam and I were on, you know, celebrity whatever it was, rehab, rehab. or not rehab, mm. uh, <laughs> Doctor Jen. Yeah. Oh, that family therapy. Chestnut. Family therapy. <laughs> the, no, family therapy. We lived there the whole time, now, matter of fact, and we had to stay in the same bedroom <laughs> with, like, single beds. Yeah. And then I kept looking around the house, and I'm like, where have I seen this place before? And they said, it's the Bachelor Mansion. Oh. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> it is? I had to live with eight for a whole month in the same room. Couldn't even jerk off stale fish. Or <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Boulder Dash. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by Shake Junt. Yep, the company that keeps you going in these streets. Need that perfect grip for your flick? Bearings that just don't stop? Bolts to keep your trucks on tight? Look no further. ShakeJunt.com has what you need. Grip, bearings, bolts, skateboards, rails, riser pads, grip tape cleaner, t-shirts, sweatshirts, hats, and everything else in between. Treat yourself and save a couple bucks by entering 9Club at checkout. Yep, 20% off everything. Just enter 9Club, N-I-N-E-C-L-U-B at ShakeJunt.com. Get there while you can. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta like hang a, a border wall yeah, 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 go get office partitions no, yeah. no because there were cameras on the on the ceilings and lights filters in the window it was really hard to like try to sleep there and then we were freaking out because the only place you could actually really change your clothes was like go into the closet because he mm. lost his mind the first day because there were like microphones and stuff in the bathroom remember oh, yeah. really they oh, really yeah. had you like they, on surveillance. Yeah, they yeah. said the microphone is in case you got in trouble in the bathroom. It's like bullshit. Oh, Get it out on. of there. Yeah. So some poor wow. sound guy had to listen to you piss in the morning and oh, take a Megan ass shit with a turd hanging out my ass. That that must have been a huge switch from. That was like the most intensive thing ever because we were living with the Lohans, the Dash oh, wow. Brothers. 
Um, oh my gosh, who else were we living with? The Teen uh, Mom Girls. Teen Mom Girls. Yeah. Yeah. I think when you watch something like that on television, I think the audience they're engaged in it. They're all, but they're also wondering like, is this real? Yeah, is this even, it was. Is this fake? Like, it, what is going on? It was on not here? fake. It, it was so funny too because Dr. Jen was like, "So we have rumors and news that Dina, you did." coke with your daughter Lindsay oh. is that true she goes she goes no that's definitely not true I've actually never done it in my life and Michael just leans over he's like bam I used to do it off her ass in our 20s what is that <laughs> <laughs> like, I believe it. so he just comes up with a shirt I think, the next are, we, are we gonna get in all this says, trouble deny like, everything you know what <laughs> we like, just we need to stop that saying out, stuff. <laughs> what was yeah. on TV? I know, but we... No, yeah, well, that was on TV. It was <laughs> on TV. Okay. <laughs> but I mean, like, we need to stop saying that It was that already stuff. on TV. I know, but I love Dina. She's great. <laughs> yeah, you're still friends. That's awesome. I know. So it was completely real, everything about it. Yeah, show. it was. They yeah. didn't tell you to, like, hey, we're going to do this today, or just... They wow. just... Give they would just say, maybe. you know, today we have a... We have a, um, you know thing where you have to meet with comedians and and talk to them about maybe doing something funny for the house in, in the evening and then they put us all on the bus and drive us to the comedy comedy club that mm. sold out and says oh by the way you're doing stand-up tonight and half <laughs> of us half of them bailed we went right we did it yeah <laughs> it was so funny how long, i'm sure he killed it on that one <laughs> how long did you have to do just on the spot well let me like tell you two, oh no if i think it felt like 10 minutes but it was probably only two okay. but it felt like forever oh, and yeah. then i had mine all written down and i thought you know what i'm funny tonight oh, and yeah. guess what he says can i see your notes and i'm like yeah and he goes I'm like, I'm like, where's my notes? He goes, go out. You're better, like all by yourself. That's like going on American Idol and then singing your song with the phone no, with the I words just, right there. No, I just wanted to. Even I just, if you're phenomenal, you're already fired. I just wanted. Well, they didn't really tell us, and I wanted to not mess it up. But he, you said just do it on the fly, which, yeah, worked out better. So it was good. You were nervous. Yeah. Were you nervous going up in front of people? I was too, yeah. A little bit because I had to say a bunch of stuff about Michael Lohan that, remember I said, I said, they told us to come up here and do a few lines, but Michael did them all for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Phil, what do you call a nut with a wall on it? A walnut? What do you call a nut with a chest on it? Chestnut? What do you call a nut with a chin on it? Chin nut? No, it's a dick in your mouth. <laughs> oh, God, this is supposed to be a PG thirteen show, right? I love it because, like, I feel like when I'm watching Viva La Bam, like your reactions are yeah. just how they are yeah. right here. Like, I know, I like, I oh know but that's not good. People are going to be listening. What about their kids listening to this? Well, I said that I was sorry no and I meant it. Chin nut. <laughs> like that was so genuine. I said I was sorry and I meant it. I meant it. So just the chin nut, that means the nuts on your chin. Yeah, exactly. Okay, you, got it. you got it, Phil. Yeah. Oh my God, are you kidding me? <laughs> Why are you so thick? Do you guys always have this much fun when you're around each other and Sometimes. hang out? <laughs> Jess and Ben together have the best stories. Yeah. All the movie well, lines they know, uh, they're amazing. No, all day yeah. long. I feel like we can they're speak our own long. language through oh, no, bad no, no. 80s movies movies and okay. people it, it makes total sense to us but it, we must sound out of our minds to other people i'm asking for a big fat favor from you too because it was cracking up my whole life when you guys were in the back seat and do mr bunny i don't even know what you're talking <laughs> no, about. Do, 
<laughs> no, do do Bugs Bunny on Mr. Bunny. I don't know it. Pass the salt. Yes, you Remember so pass do. the salt? <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you're talking yes, about. How, yeah. how old were you talking about? How old was no, he? No, they would crack each other up the whole, anytime we had a road trip. And Bam would be, he would always quote like Bugs Bunny and like. Um, Mom's like, Bam, reenact that thing when you were five. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember. He, he knows it. He's playing stupid right no, now. Yes, he is, because he would go, Oh, Mr. Bunny, would you pass me the salt? And he's like, <laughs> And consequences, consequences, as long as, as I'm, I'm rich. rich. <laughs> That's Daffy Duck. Daffy Duck. Consequences, consequences, as long as I'm rich. It, uh, they would crack us up the whole car ride because they would laugh and laugh and laugh. Well, we were definitely influenced like back in the day by that movie Amazon Women on the Moon. And I think we used to use it to test like we would have it on at the house. And if like people weren't laughing, it's like hey, he's not welcome back. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. Tell him about the time that I was like so happy when you guys were doing CKY. And I said, oh, my gosh, there's a movie back in the day. That I got to go go rent oh. for you guys. And it, I think it was called The Groove Tube. And, yeah. um, and I said, oh, my gosh, let me see. It's like the original CKY kind of like goofy stuff. So I went. And well, we were like watching like Kentucky Fried Movie, Amazon oh, Woman yeah. on the Moon, right, like, like, like skit based movies like that. 13. And you were like. I, I know a movie like this. You got to check out. And you you found it at some obscure like video store. And uh, you put it on. And then it was just like the gnarliest like orgy scene. And, and, and I was like, I don't remember what? this. I don't remember this. And, and then. Andy and, Guy's dick was a nose. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I'm like. Clockwork Orange or something? No. Along that line. It was at the movie theaters, I think, when I worked there. And it was like one of the funny movies. And then it was getting worse and worse because I was. I was like as it was going I was remembering the movie I only remembered this one funny bit where they did all this funny pranky stuff but as it was going forward I was like Oh no! I know what's next. Oh uh -oh. no! I, I said. I think okay. Chevy Chase was, was in that. Gonna say, Chevy Chase was like one of his first yeah. movies ever. Yeah. But of course, Bam had a field day with that. Like Jesus, Mom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh no! Darren Miller had the biggest. He kept saying, "Abe, I didn't know that you were like." <laughs> Even I was embarrassed. So was I. <laughs> Who did I marry? <laughs> no, it was like well, softcore porn. It was awful because I remember thinking it was very pranky and cute but I didn't remember any of that stuff in the beginning and oh my God. It was what is so, so funny actually is that when you watch Jackass the first thing it says is Jackass was trained professional, so don't do this at home. Right. The only professional that you could ever consider is either me, because I've rode for Element for years, or maybe Wee Man, or maybe Steve-O, because he graduated Ringling Circus. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah. Knoxville is the definition of non-professional. Non <laughs> right. Today and I'm going to drop it on a verb All right, well, I'll do it switch. Like, yeah. right, right, but he'll just eat shit because he's... And like, no, oh, no like, you're you're a certified professional. He, he's the definition the, of nice. He tries a backflip on a motorcycle. It goes 50 feet up in the air and lands I, right I on always, the way. I, I love that we had to have medics there, and like you had to explain, like, no, we're trying to get hurt. Like, right? You know, like yeah. this is supposed to fail horribly. Oh my it's god! Not funny <laughs> if you don't get hurt. Yeah, John Racine. He was he was hired to be the safety guy on Viva La Bam, and I was up on the roof getting ready to drop in uh, off the roof down, and he's like. Now, Bam, when you do this, make sure that you try to tell me. I'm like, shut up, Racine. Go eat a fucking donut. I'm supposed to fall and eat shit. I, I know how to fall. Right, right. Don't tell me how to. You sure you don't want to put an elbow pad on? Shut up. An elbow pad. <laughs> I mean, you had, I mean, your skate video parts. I mean, you had so many skate video parts. Were you guys 
really supportive when you first started skating and getting into oh, yeah. it and all yeah, that I mean, stuff? like we were very supportive and, and believe me, a lot of our friends thought we were insane. Why? And because we were supporting skateboarding and like... Which back then was kind of dirty and was, grungy. No, and it not... was very new and people didn't know about it. And right. I mean, It's a Phil, fad, kid. Phil Remember? Was, <laughs> Phil was the one who would take gangs of kids like anywhere they wanted to go to skate. He was the best skate dad in a ever in america Amazing. he was That's he's a yeah. legend and, and he 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 is so great and so gracious and he's the best dad but you know he's just a good person right, and right. You, you guys would take your, your measly heart. paychecks yeah. and fly bam alone to uh, Prague for a skate contest because mm. yeah. I was baking cookies and I selling them. And that was like pre-cell phone era and right. everything me to so. stay with matt hensley when i was 14 or 15 that was the first time and then at 15 or something, I would stay with Muska and Tom Penny. Wow. Yeah. 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 Wow. And then Ed Tumbleton. And we, I was baking cookies for plane tickets, remember? And every new kid uh, that got in the car, we had to do the prank to remember the prank. Oh, oh tell me about What's the a prank? sticker car. The sticker car. If I did the seatbelt, it had the weirdest siren. So it was covered as I'm with driving, stickers. I'd say, like a buzz. Oh, shit, it just sounded like on. a nuclear alarm or something. Wait, wait, start at <laughs> the beginning. Wait, 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 wait. You would unplug right, your seatbelt? I'd have my seatbelt plugged start in behind me. Start at the beginning. And then we had halfway a to Cheapskates. Okay. Halfway to Cheapskates. Signed. The new guy would be near the window or in the middle, probably. And I'd say to the guys, I said, Oh, remember last time the light came on? So we got about maybe five, ten minutes. So as soon as it happens, I'll pull over. And so. In five minutes, I would undo the belt and the alarm would go up. And I'd pull Just over. The new kid would jump noise. through everybody, knock them over, kill them to yeah. get out of the car. <laughs> they dove out of windows, everything else. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. I not, know, right? Not quite as bad <laughs> as uh, as you, but I got one of those Teslas. And like, whenever I pick up my kids, you can make whatever seat you want fart. fart. <laughs> right, so right, whatever right. like the new friend is, like I'll hit that seat and I'll be like, Katie. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> but wait, what, what, would, what would you say would happen to the car when the alarm went off? It'll blow up. It'll, oh, yeah. you have to stop and turn the car off. And you only yeah, have a couple of seconds <laughs> when you hear the sound to get out. Up. I knew so I, I, I knew the sound up. And people would dive out the car that, and tumble. That, means, that sound means the gas line ruptured. We, we got about we got two minutes. So the funniest part of this is Phil was coaching baseball at the time. And all of these... Families are pulling up with Lexuses and all kinds of Cadillacs and BMWs. And all these kids wanted to go home in this clunker sticker car because everybody wanted to be in that car and they wanted the new guy to be in oh, because it's like because they they'd say you know Phil would always make sure there was a pullover part mm -hmm. and he'd be like you know you don't have to worry about that at all if the buzzer goes Plenty off of time to get out. and that's never <laughs> happened and he says you know if the buzzer goes off we only have five seconds to get out of the car before the buzzer <laughs> and, and I mean kids were diving and running in cornfields it was that's funny. amazing what kind of car you said it was all full with stickers it was it was a Buick LaSalle. I think it was the Buick? same one that uh, Bruce Willis drove in that last Boy Scout yeah. movie. <laughs> it was like <laughs> it was the weirdest like it was like a belt late seventies Buick. Buick and and guess what? Something like the Saber. That's what it was. Matt Hemsley uh, signed that car, and he always remembered that he did. We got and all so did Bucky. the skaters. Bucky signed it. They oh, wow. all Boyle signed it. Sheffy. Yep. Wow. Every Boyle. skater that came to town did that, and we had Sal their Barbie. stickers. So you couldn't even see any of the car except for the stickers. Wait, was but do you know when we no. actually, when that car was like finally totaled and wasn't going to get fixed, we drove it around Westchester so all of Westchester could say 
Farewell. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Was this your daily driver car? Yeah, oh, yeah. I was staying at the work every day. Every Kids I was using it every day because that car. Oh, like, I, wonder, I wonder if John Candy uh, based Uncle Buck off you <laughs> <laughs> when it pulls up and there's a backfire. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. Everybody wait, no. ducks. Wait, no, wait, wait, wait. Hold he's on. Del Griffith on the plane. Del. Right, right. What if the car completely? Toasted, it was fried completely. Planes, trains, and automobiles, yeah. <laughs> to the police, he's that, like, that is the, the most Phil moment ever. Like, the car's toasted and they're driving it, Steve Martin and John Candy, and then they get pulled over by the spinal tap dude as the cop, uh, Michael McKeon, and he's like, Do you know how fast you were going? He's like, uh, no, we don't. Speedometers melted. This is a safe car to be driving. Yes, yes, I do. Yeah. Yes. Do you feel this vehicle is safe for highway travel? Yes, yes, I do. Absolutely. I, 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 do. And, yeah. and mysteriously, <laughs> the radio works. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like you have no rearview mirrors. You have no blah blah blah. It's like yeah, oddly enough, radio still clear as a bell. You know, that's that's some, that's like a tidbit of information that Phil would tell a cop. Right, right, I've, right. I've seen it happen. And I, I say, know. as long as you get there, what's the difference if well, it's ugly or not? I don't yeah. care. Here's something about Phil. I feel bad. He's been pulled over maybe two or three times. Mm. One time I was in the car with him and he blatantly went slow through a red light on a curve. And then the cop, I said there was a cop right coming on the other side. He goes, the cops got his light on behind me. And I'm like. Duh. You know what I mean? No kidding. So he comes up to no, the he comes up to the window and he says, "Do you know what you were doing?" He goes, "No, sir, I don't." And and I'm like, "I do." You know. <laughs> and so Phil argues this thing down. He will argue a cop down to the ground. To the point where the cop's the just point, like, oh, okay, it's just uh, enough. <laughs> he admitted three, I was right, Abe. I think three he did. Time, <laughs> three times the guy says, just go. Just, uh, 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 just go. Enough of this because he's arguing footage and boundaries, boundaries, and going around a curb, and 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 you, you, you the rate I of speed I was, going up a hill, and, and I'm Bam like, oh. has that a little bit too because there's been arguments we've had where I know I'm a hundred percent right, right, and he's wrong. But somehow I still feel like. I, I question myself. I'm like, am I wrong? All right. I'm busy doing something on the other side of Westchester. Bam gives me a call and says, hey, what do you do? And I said, I'm busy. And he goes, can you get to my house? And a guy's meeting you there because I want I want to sell the purple Lamborghini. I said, you're selling the purple Lamborghini? Are you kidding? And he goes, I don't need it anymore. I said, if you're sure. I said, you tell me what to do. He tells me what to do. I go up there. I meet this guy. Everything transacts the way Bam wanted it to go. He takes it away, and Bam calls me two days later. He goes, you sold my purple Lamborghini. I'm like, what are you, on crack? I said, you're the one that told me to go over there and meet the guy. Sometimes well, doesn't that car hold sentimental value? It does, but I mean, I, I have noticed it was the, rotting into the, the driveway. The, the Lamborghini, it? the purple Lamborghini Gallardo, the Murcielago, the blue convertible one, the Audi R8, the DeLorean, they would all just sit in the driveway for months and months and months. To the and point I'm, where you'd have to Phoenix now, so jump if I'm going it. anywhere, <laughs> it's I, I, you yeah. can't be in that. You're not thing, driving any a Lamborghini. No, right, no, right. no, well, you know what happens? It's it, not it a practical starts, car. It starts rotting. And I mean, like, you don't, he doesn't have that much garage. You forget a big major in. point. He didn't drive it so long, the mice built a nest in there and ate all the wires. 
He went to start it, and it wouldn't start. We had to get it rewired. The mice ate all the wires. Right, so everybody's like... I love that you have a Lamborghini Murcielago, and you treat it like it's like a Hyundai Sonata. (laughs) You don't even put it in the garage. It was just like snow on it. Tom Vito was so mad when I, I bought another Lamborghini. He's like... What the fuck are you buying two Lamborghinis? Yeah. You could have 50 Hyundais instead. I'm like, I don't want 50 Hyundais. What am I going to do with 50 Hyundais? You could have 50 Hyundais instead of two Lamborghinis. I'm like, why do I want 50 Hyundais, Tommy? <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe you threw me under the bus on that Lamborghini story again. Murph, 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 Murph. How dare you? Well, sometimes it works in my favor. Like, he'll call up, like, when we were doing BAM at a punk band called uh, F- FFU. FFU. Yeah. And, um... He, you know, we'd play a big festival or something, and he'd be like, "Did you see Radiohead's lighting? Yeah, it was amazing. We need to get that guy." Well, bam! Here's the problem: like they make eight hundred grand a gig, and we don't. <laughs> wow. You're getting- we make maybe one tenth of that if we're lucky. I don't care. Get him. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, I'll try. You know, I know somebody from their camp, maybe, and I'm like trying to get a hold of this guy, like thinking like, oh my god, our tour is going to be in the red. And then uh, I'll that tour was text so him much the, red. the next day, and he's I'm like, hey, I put an email through to that guy, and uh, waiting to hear back. What guy? The <laughs> oh, forgot about the guy. The radio headlighting guy. Radio headlighting. What are you saying to me right now? I'm like, N- never mind. <laughs> you just have so many ideas going through your head that you just forget yeah, all this manic stuff bipolar. I have five different thoughts that and were then, racing through my head they're like brrr, and, and that's why I can't sleep him. I'll stare at the ceiling till the fucking sun comes up even if I'm dead tired that's why I had to go find tree and try so much different medication that all has all these gnarly side effects hair loss stiff muscles so you can't skate erectile dysfunction you can't even fuck like <laughs> well then I don't if I could sleep but then there's all now I can't skate what I love to do I can't fuck I, I love that I'm losing uh, my hair I you don't know, want this shit. Your main, th- your With main thing is pill. like, yeah. I was just about to say, it's like, yeah. The, the doctor said, uh, I'm, I'm depressed because I'm getting older and I'm gaining weight, and like, it's harder to skate now. It's like, oh well, we'll, we'll put you on this, and that should help. But there might be some weight gain. No, they, no, 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 they never told me this. <laughs> Side effect. So I'm, I'm eating salads in the treatment center, and I'm like, how come I'm not losing or gaining? Any? I should be like ten pounds lighter right now. I'm like, that's it, Zyprexa. Number one weight gaining pill. I'm like, motherfucker, Depakote. Number second weight gaining pill. I'm like, Doc, why would you give me this? I told you if I was depressed, it's because I'm top heavy and I can't balance on the skateboard like how I used to. Well, here, well, let me give you this to make it worse. Well, if I keep getting fatter, I'm going to be more depressed, you dumb hee-haw head. <laughs> well, it's antidepressant. Yeah, but... I'm going to be more depressed if I keep getting fat. Right. I mean, yeah. we're skaters, it's a, right? It's the like, stupidest catch-22. Yeah, what do you mean now? I, I mean... I don't know. It, it, it is pretty crazy. Two, 210, maybe? Like, I was 240 40 in wow. treatment. No. Yes, I was. You were heavy. Never. I mean, like, yeah, was. you just went through the ringer at rehab for a long time, and it, I, I find it pretty ironic that you were on more drugs in there yeah. than you were yeah. out. I went in for manic bipolar... Adderall, which I was prescribed to for 14 years, and then alcohol. I come out on 13 different shit that made me a fucking zombie. It's just, it's like, oh, well, this is like legal pharmaceutical drugs. I actually (laughs) slept walk knocking myself out six nights in a row to a point where an ambulance would show up. I would have to go get a CAT scan and an MRI to find out if I'm all right. And and on the seventh time, I fell down the stairs, re-breaking my elbow and wrist. And I was like, 
you need to call an ambulance. They're like, dude, this is like the seventh time in a row. You always come back with the MRI saying that your head's fine. Just walk it off or sleep it off. I'm like, no, but this time my elbow is broken again. So I had to hop the wall and run to the emergency room. And um, and then I got recognized by a, a car drive. By, they're like, Bam, RJ. I'm like, yeah. He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I have a broken elbow. And I hopped the wall at the rehab to run to the emergency room. They're like, well, dude, get in the car. We'll take you there. They're, I'm in the car. They're like, let us just pull over to the bar and buy you a shot. We can't believe this has happened. I'm like, dude, I haven't drank in a year and a half. I can't. They're like, come on, just one shot. Come on. After like the fifth and time, I'm like, And there lies the problem. Shot. So because I blew... Um, a bit of alcohol in my breath after the x-ray. They put me in a mental institution and then a detox after that. A friend of mine and was... Like, You're detoxing over two shots of alcohol. I'm like, do you have any withdrawals? I'm like, absolutely not. It, it left my body hours and hours ago. You, you were on the fine. phone with me and you were telling me some of the stuff they put you on and a friend of mine said, oh, I was on that for a little bit. And he, he said... Uh, he woke up one morning to just all this Wawa stuff everywhere, like all over the kitchen. Like Wawa's a gourmet Seven Eleven from Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah. If you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, delicious. And you poor people in California don't have one. Uh, we, Wawa. Yeah, we, we want. Yeah, we want that. So apparently, it's all right, we want In and Out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he uh, did some detective work and figured out that as soon as he started taking this medicine. He must have, at like 3 in the morning, got in his car, drove, got a ton of food from Wawa, scarfed it down, and woke up and had no, no memory. Idea. Was it called Seroquel? Seroquel? I, I can't remember exactly. My roommate was on Seroquel, and usually you sleepwalk to the fridge and just devour everything without You were doing knowledge. the same thing. Yeah, well, I, I find And you wake this, up and you're no, like, did I get robbed? Like, there's this, I wake up and this whole bed is just covered in shit with his whitey tighties with this brown trail i'm like ew man you must have shit yourself but then i walk the brown trail and there's this chocolate ice cream all spilled with oh the refrigerator still oh. open i'm like oh he slept walked to the fridge i get it boy how did you how, do it. how'd you end up figuring all this stuff out because i mean you're great now right i yeah, mean everything's yeah. good yeah. you just get off all that stuff or I, what? I am living with a shaman in escondido who um, I do these 10-hour ceremonies with. He makes me hike up a mountain five miles, and he says that I don't need any medication. Mm. And um, right now, I'm not on, I haven't been on anything for a couple months. How is it working? Pretty good. I just have trouble sleeping because I can't shut my manic bipolar racing mm. thoughts off. So if even if I'm dead tired, I could stare at the ceiling fan until so, the sun comes so up, basically, which drives me fucking crazy. Are, 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 like, you had a bad experience with the pharmaceutical stuff, so you're trying to do something natural. Like, natural, yeah. 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 So, right. yeah, uh, we're giving that makes it sense. a try. Giving it a try. I, I mean, mean try everything. Try, for sure. Have you been skating at all recently? or? Um, I Chillaraf just brought me a heart supply deck. I'm going to put it together now, but my Ooh. elbow still won't go straight anymore, and I'm going to need a permanent Salmonagal wrist guard you for know the rest what? of I, my uh, life. Because if I break this Salma bitch one more time for the 15th time, yeah. I'm not even going to be able to do a push-up uh, anymore. I broke my elbow, and I can't touch my shoulder anymore yeah. it's like frozen yeah but uh i'm just old and everything hurts <laughs> i went to the bear you just touched your shoulder chris no oh, you can't reach it i can't oh, reach it wow. i see i just went to, i went to the barracks to do a battle scars interview and i mm -hmm. went out to check out some skaters this 20 year old tries to switch back lip on the big rail misses the whole deck his foot lands on the rail he basically lands on his face and chest and his wind was knocked out of him for like two minutes he's just like oh i'm like he's over with if that was me i'd be out for two months right he gets back up after he's like oh and then he goes for it again i'm like dude 
what it would be yeah. like to be 20 again. I'm 43. I would have been out. Oh, dude, I've seen months. I've seen you take history. falls that would like shatter my backbone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he has taken so many falls over his lifetime. Oh yeah. One of your main things um, was you would just drop in on like I was gonna say. The, oh yeah. Like you're the, the king. We were the king. Yeah. The drop ins, man. I mean, straight, <laughs> down. straight down. Do you guys go to the one down in uh, down south in Encinitas? The one that yeah. You, did, yeah. Did you show him that? Yeah, mm-hmm. they know what's okay. on the, the toy machine video. Bam would just yeah, look at a building, building that just it. No one should ever try to do anything like that, and he would drop in on it. And that's why I've seen you take like the worst fall. Like you can hear your bones hit concrete. I know, and I worry from, from all these, all these across years. the parking lot. All <laughs> these years, it's just uh, been a worry. We're well, going was, straight down. Well, that was yeah. so. That was what's so much fun about Jack is because you're not supposed to land it. So it's a one yeah. take, Jake. Like <laughs> you're getting the. The fucking wheelbarrow, and then you go off the, the roof. You go into the pricker bush, and then you slam, and then you got the shot. First try, I, I landed it. <laughs> was there any part of the Jackass series that you just dreaded doing, yep. like just working on, just like you know, just Snakes. knowing that a snake would be that behind me, the, or only snake the you... bulls and the um uh, the riot bomb that blew up in I my. I can't face. watch that riot oh. bomb. I can't That's watch it. when I, I can't watch him. I, I, I kind of dreaded when bomb. I was not on tour and you guys invited me to come film because, like, yeah, the the anxiety is is crazy. Like, you don't know what's going to happen. Like, you yeah. can turn around it, and get tased in the nuts. It creates trauma. It yeah. really does. It <laughs> creates get- a trauma. I think I think it created a trauma for him. You think? Because you know what? If you watch, if you watch C- or the CKY videos. He's like the commentator. He's the mm. one who does it. Mm. He's not the guy who takes it. He's the conductor. He doesn't like. <laughs> he doesn't like the element of surprise. And, and that's so what sucks. When I do Viva La Bam, it's not I'm really, the boss who's pulling the pranks. It's then not when really I get on him. Jackass, then I'm the one sitting at the he's lunch a table. Duck. Like, so you can dish like it out, but you <laughs> can't take it. And well, he's not, <laughs> I'm like, what do you call it? Like I, I'm stepping down to the to the cast again you know no, when i was no, the boss the, of Viva, the real person now, now, now i have to worry about watch your back friends, no the real my, person yeah. that he was in the jackass movies if you ever watched like the taliban when he's like you know they lock him in the trunk and everything no. and he's playing mm-hmm. a trick terror on the, taxi terry taxi mm-hmm. he was at his best like funny narrating, it's like welcome to the funniest thing in this movie, right. and he's the and that, funniest part. That cab driver uh, was the super troopers guy, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Jake Kondrasenko. Yeah. He did great, yeah, but he, did. he makes it funny in the way that I remember CKY. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, right. Like he, his narration of Jackass is just stinking funny. Oh, yeah. it's the best. Well, I, I remember like. In the early days, you know, Bamboo like, ah, oh, we're going into the woods, you know, like, like let's just film some stuff, and we'll film for like an hour or two, and I kind of leave like, what the hell did we just film? And then you like made it into something funny somehow. You were know? you editing like, stuff back yeah. then too? Yeah, you edit everything. And he was sometimes even doing it like VCR to VCR. Mm-hmm. That's even harder. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. I, the thing I, lo- I loved about CKY, I saw it when I was a kid, was that like. You had your skater crew, and then you had like your homie crew oh, yeah. too. Yeah, and that's what, like, yeah. I was like, that's my friends that would skate and didn't skate. We would all watch those together. Right. It yeah, kind of yeah. brought us all together. Yeah. And yeah. we, sorry to say, when he would beat up on you, <laughs> you know, man, we died laughing, man, because there was, I deserved it, right? <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, oh, it was your interaction back with him too. Yeah, totally. it, everyone loved you guys so much. I think, I think that was kind of the idea. Bam, 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 he never got yeah. mad. 
Yeah. Well, th- I think that was kind of the idea you had, Bam. Like, because you know we'd all watch skate videos, like a bunch of skaters. But then some of our friends didn't skate, and they'd be bored to tears. So you kind of wanted to like Mix make it so they skating they would enjoy stupid it. ass shit. Yeah. Right. yeah. Right. And then once Phil's uncles and brothers who work at like an auto body mechanic place come over with their buddies and they're laughing their ass off. I'm like, Maybe this is not just for skaters. For skaters. Maybe yeah. it's for everybody. Is that's when it clicked, right. really? Yeah, yeah. That's when you okay. Yeah, because huh. people who didn't skate loved it. Loved it. Oh, and yeah. like family members loved it. Yeah. Somebody kind of said uh, something that I never really thought about, but it's kind of true. Like I think uh, you know we were pre YouTube and all yep. that, so Maybe we were kind of like the first viral thing, but it was like through VHS tapes. Totally. Yeah, I know. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. VHSers. <laughs> Phil, did you have to uh, sleep with one eye open at night? I mean, how, yeah. how would he sneak in there with a boom box and this and that? and then Because <laughs> he snores like a goddamn... I was a sound sleeper. <laughs> sound sleeper. You never, you never caught him. Nope, not at all. Oh, my <laughs> there was, gosh. There was one that me and my friends would laugh at the most. It was your four-in-one day in the life. Yeah. And what is it? His name's Rab? Yeah. Like, Rab and you go get a whole thing of flowers. like, time for breakfast, bitch. Yeah. You, I don't know. Those, like, it was just all my the friends. Antiquing. Yeah. Yeah. Get some flour, you get antiquing. They, they got all the props in my kitchen, and it, they would always do it right after I cleaned the entire house. <laughs> and it was always Rab who was in trouble because he had flour all over him, and then he'd shake it all over him. I'm like, oh, uh, you got to be kidding would me. They, right? Would they clean it up afterwards, though? Hell no. Who would... You Hell had to no. Clean? Hell were, no. Were you cleaning it up? Yeah, d- guilty. Oh, my <laughs> God. Bam, I don't know if I ever told you this, but uh, I was, like a while ago I was uh, dating this nurse and, and George Carlin was like a patient. It was right here in Santa Monica, actually. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> he saw Rab shitting while running at full speed. Oh, oh, because it, it, it yeah. cuts to George Carlin on his stand-up act before he goes, I know things you never see. You never see somebody taking a shit while running at full speed. Oh, yeah. Right, right, right. And, and, and Rab, <laughs> Rab I, I played that Carlin video for Rab, and he was determined to prove him wrong. He did it. Yeah. I know. So Re- Carlin saw that? Yeah, and, uh, you know, we're, that was the big scare. It's like, oh, man, if he sees this and we use the – it's a real quick clip, but, you know – we're not allowed to use it or whatever without his permission. No. We, we didn't have any money back then to pay George Carlin, you know? Right. <laughs> oh, I had a quick question yeah, for you a lot earlier. Time. If Bam would have let that spider thing happen, would have you screamed louder than the guy on Home Alone? <laughs> I wouldn't have been there. You would have passed out and screamed? I would have been gone. Are spiders your I phobia? Snakes yeah. and spiders. I mean, Snakes and spiders. Which, never... why would you tell the jackass guys oh, that? Oh, yeah. yeah. It came out by accident because I learned early on, don't, don't you tell ever them. Yeah. tell them any. They say, so what are you afraid of? Nothing. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Balloons. I'm afraid of beautiful girls and baby Clowns. tigers. Right, right. <laughs> Which that you told them that you were afraid of, of snakes. Is that what you happened? And then I realized how stupid that yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. Well, that. I said to hey, him one got, time. You know how you guys can really get me? That's basically what you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I said to him one time. You know what I hate, time, guys? I hate. Beautiful, single, gorgeous women, and uh, <laughs> yeah. like, all right, we're going to get them this time. Right, right, right. Now, I said to him one time, I'm like, I would never jump out of a plane. Oh, gosh. And then he came over and he goes, guess what you're doing today? Oh. Yep. Was that one for the show? He wanted you to do that? No. Or just, just in general? Just for, he says, can you take me to Newark Airport? And I'm like, sure. And he goes, and on the way, we're jumping out of a plane. I'm like, oh, no. And then he goes, no, yeah, you're doing it. And I thought. 
no, I'm not. And then we're I thought about it We're going to go to Newark overnight. Airport, board our flight, and then jump out no. of it. <laughs> well, it was like we were going to the Poconos and then heading right. But um, then I thought to myself, I need to like just shut him up because he doesn't think I'm doing it. And like I thought, I'm just going to suck it up and I'm going to do it. Did you like it? I, it was it was cool. The first five oh, seconds did? out of the plane was pretty gnarly. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> That's the scariest part. You have the butterfly. You're like, oh, yeah, and you're, and you you're relax, like, oh my god, like, oh, I'm chilling. <laughs> yeah, but it's like. So you did it. That's awesome. Mm. What you do? Do you get like yeah. the roller coaster falling feeling, but Why then it just goes out? away because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like yeah, it's like it's too but long. Your stomach's like never mind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're just trying to get your arms out and get yourself right. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, you have somebody. You're on somebody's. Oh stomach. yeah. Right, and I right, told right. him, I'm like, listen, dude, don't even have countdown. Just huck yourself out. I'm going with you. <laughs> like, don't go five, four, three. Yeah. Like, just go. Right. You know. Right. I mean, I don't need to be tortured anymore just uh, <laughs> when you're going i'm going so just go for it would you ever do it again um it's not something i'd be like oh sign me right, up right, but right, right. i'm not terrified of it mm. um yeah it's Phil, something you that you're plane? you're glad you I did i was lucky enough to be over 250 pounds that was the limit <laughs> that was the and that's why he stays that he gets him out of yeah. a lot of stuff yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I used I, to love roller coasters. They won't let me on them anymore. Oh, <laughs> can't fit on them. That's why. I know. Yeah, that's he why. He does it on purpose. So <laughs> no, he doesn't I love have to them. Do it. I would love to do another roller coaster. Yeah, yeah. I, I know what you mean by that, Mom. Like we played Russia before, and I'm I'm so glad we did, and it was an experience. But if it's like, hey, do you want to play Russia again? I'd be like, no, no. no. Not if they lock you up for it. No, because they will find any reason bucks. to keep you. Right. It, it was terrifying, you know, like the. The club we played was like a mafia front. You know, yeah. just, how long was, ago did you play there? Ah, uh, man, it was probably t- 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 ten years. Ten well, this is—he yeah. was—he was, he was wow. on a train from St. Petersburg to Moscow, and I remember he called me up. He's like, "Bam!" I looked out the window like at four a.m., and there was just some random dude in the middle of the snowstorm just planting something weird. Then the next day. There was a Taliban bomb that went off and no, it was no. in that location. Wasn't a was Taliban it? bomb. Uh, it was, um, so like, you know, of course me and Hannah got like kicked out of the bar car and they're like, get the hell out of here. So we're like still on whatever time and we're just uh, sitting there like, you know, half asleep, half awake. And we're literally in the middle of nowhere, like Russian wilderness, you know? And I remember seeing a dude like with a stopwatch, like timing, you know? Mm. And I just remember thinking like how weird it was to see a dude when we've been in the middle of the forest for so long in the middle of the night i said to hannah i was like did you see that dude and uh then when we flew home and i turned on cnn it was like yeah uh nevsky express train bombing oh wow yeah and and i guess the guy found out that um you know some political guys were going to be on that train like the next day uh, as us or whatever and Mm. Bombed oh it. That's so crazy. It was so trippy yeah. to get, you know, put on CNN uh, or whatever that it was. That scared me. Yes. And the night that he spent in North Korea scared me <laughs> to death. Because yeah. I said to him, you and Dunn don't do a damn thing. <laughs> you don't touch anything. You don't spit. 
You don't pee. You don't do anything. You just go exactly where you're supposed to go, and then you get the hell out of there. And well, don't you how, do wh- one wait, wait, thing? How are you allowed to in there? Like, yeah, because Kim Jong Il likes sports cars, but he didn't want anybody to see him. So we were on the gumball rally. So I took the Lamborghini across the world in eight days. Uh-huh. And, yeah, I and can we imagine. Made a pit a, stop in North Korea. He has like a sports car collection. Meanwhile, half his population yeah. is starving. That's so we had to put all of our phones in a locker. We had to get on a bus to take us to the hotel. And I remember like. I was just pushing down the street with my skateboard and everybody was like, who is this tattooed dude with a piece of wood with four wheels? And what the fuck is going on? Oh, I remember you saying they took your cell phone at the airport because they're like, people can't see this kind of technology. They still have like rotary phones and stuff. Then, Then he gets in the room and it's like one channel for everybody to watch. And then the entire country, like the entire country, lights out, shut down, Blackout at oh, six man. o'clock. The, the oh, picture no a city like maybe like uh, let's say Long Beach. Okay, it just shuts down at six a.m. All the lights are out. It looks like Zombieville. Just so, did just you have to get permission to go in there and all yeah, that stuff? Yep. Wow. But I remember we we did a show at Cabo San Lucas in Mexico for Viva La Bama, and the driver was like, "Look, you could do anything you want here. Just do not get drunk and piss in the street." I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> So, of course, that night I get drunk, I piss in the street, and I look over, (laughs) and this cop, these two cops are just barging me, I'm a dead man. They grab Joe DeVito, the producer of MTV, thinking it was him, and they handcuff him, (laughs) and they put him in the fucking jail car, and shit, I'm like, I pull out a hundred dollar bill, I'm like, would you let him go for this hundred? And they let him go, and they're like... And they're like, you're lucky. And then uh, they handcuff Joe DeVito. And I'm like, don't worry about the 100, man. He's like, well, no shit, because you were the one who was pissed. <laughs> oh, I'm going to take your fucking... Yeah. <laughs> don't you worry about the hundo. You man. don't have to pay me back, man. It's all good. No shit, it's all good. Oh, jeez. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. <laughs> the amount of stuff. Yeah. Wow. But we uh, Really, it could be days that we're here, but right. we, we are sure you're probably sick of us. <laughs> no, I mean, what I'm most, I mean, we already talked about a lot, but my, I mean, we, everybody grew up on that uh, Viva La Bam and then Jackass, but just hearing the behind the scenes of just like how you felt about everything, yeah. how Phil felt about everything, Jess, and it's just such a, I mean, because you guys lived it. We did. And, and we're still, still watch the we're whole still world. Living it. <laughs> hey, camera, stop rolling! But we're still living the drama. Still living it, <laughs> right? Like you have no idea the drama where, and was anxiety. There, was there any point where you just wanted it to end, or where, did you get used to it and you wanted there, it to keep going? Do you know what? Actually, you guys got pretty burnt out. I feel like did you. Because it, it seemed like, you know, you get a little break and then MTV's like, all right, we need nice. season four now, you know? Like, it, yeah. it was just like so much cleanup. And the thing was is that I said, I'm going to have a heart attack. And, uh, you know, and these three would say, we're making you strong so you'll never have a heart attack. So you'll be able to <laughs> handle anything. And I'm like, it's not true because... Even though we haven't filmed, I mean, like, there's a lot that always goes on with any family mm-hmm. dynamic, sure. but there's always stuff, and it's more anxiety ridden for me now than it ever was for the show. So, I mean, like, you know, back then I thought that was 
you know, rough, but mm-hmm. it's like your real life is rough. Yeah. It's, it's, it's such a great man. It was so monumental with for a lot of people. Yeah. It was. Sure. And it, I think it was a really special time for all mm-hmm. of us, even though we, I think many times, I think when we were doing like, um, uh, the civil war, I mean, mm. I realized like, these are the best times of our lives that we're, we're getting to experience that. Like, you know, Bam would call and say, is it okay if Sean Penn stays for dinner? And I'm like, I'm like, well, I was very confident in my meal selection for tonight. But being he's like an Oscar winner, all of a sudden, I don't feel real confident with my spaghetti selection. Um, And, you know, honestly, just there was a lot of times that I'm so glad that like we as a family were able Mm. to do this we got to travel all over Europe. We had such a good time. Do you remember that time? Oh man! <laughs> oh, I dared yeah. Don Vito to eat a fucking no. pop tart wrapper on the airplane, and he no. fucking shit it out. He no. just, <laughs> he he ate, yeah, he ate a pop euros. tart okay, and wait. the foil and washed it down with hot sauce. All right, wait. I have to. I have to. I have to ask Roger in the control room. Roger. Yes. All right. What do you think about like the Dunn story with? You know, the lawyer. The lawyer. <laughs> In Paris? Yep. Is that is that tellable? Uh, <laughs> well, he's dead now, so. Yes, he is dead. <laughs> well, so we don't say his name, yeah. but he tumbled down the stairs, right. drunk as hell, no. pissed his pants. Oh, no. You, you, <laughs> this guy uh, no, no, has have, more money than, no. like, countries. No, he was, listen, like, a huge executive. Larry. No, yeah. no. Legal okay. Larry. Well, everybody just let, okay, this is what happened. Phil and I were in Paris, and of course, Phil is looking for an American burger place in freaking Paris. <laughs> what a loser. So I see Legal Larry and Ryan Dunn eating in an Asian place, and they're calling us like, come on in, come on in and have dinner with us. And we're like, no, he's got to go find his, you know, his wimpy burger, whatever. So later on, we get back to the hotel, and I guess it was late, or no, it was the next morning, and Glom said... OMG, did you hear what happened last night? And I said, no. And he says, well, Ryan Dunn and Legal Larry got so hammered in this bar that Dunn didn't know what to do with Legal Larry. So he propped him up against a wall and hailed a taxi. And when the taxi stopped, he turned around and Legal Larry was gone. (laughs) He had actually gone down an escalator that was next to him. And he was at the bottom with the escalator, like rubbing. Broke his his tooth. Like broke his tooth and like scrapped his face all up. And he pissed his pants. Right. And so anyway, so now Dunn tells the taxi guy, wait here. Like, let me go get this guy. And he drags him up on his shoulders and done smaller than legal larry okay okay? so he gets him in the cab and he and says where are we going he goes oh my god i don't remember the name of the hotel but i know it's near the eiffel tower just drop drop me (laughs) off at the eiffel tower it's pretty vague so so anyway davino what do you think of the eiffel tower looks like a rundown texas oil well they should knock it down (laughs) (laughs) yeah i like the one in vegas better so anyway So he, once you're at the Eiffel Tower, you have to walk all the way till the military college, make a left, go down this street, and mm. then this little place is there. Mm-hmm. So then they get Legal Larry, the guy who is supposed to keep us from doing anything bad, read, you know, 
the disclaimer disclaimer oh my god on tape which and he said this guy's supposed to be keep you guys in check no he goes we don't hurt any animals making this and then he pulls down glom's pants he goes oh wait a gerbil so anyway this was like a nightmare, right? I mean, for him, a legal nightmare. Sure. So anyway, apparently he went up to bed. We all checked out the next day, and he was not coming down at all. He was taking a later flight, and it was all on tape. So they kind of like let us know. But sorry, legal Larry. Ryan, <laughs> Ryan actually made it so funny because like he's dragging this guy for miles, like you know, on his back, back to this little Paris hotel, and. It was so fun. I mean, he literally went down the escalator <laughs> sideways. Hey, guess did who? They use uh, a, did they use the disclaimer of Legal Larry reading it? Hell no. <laughs> hey, guess who that Legal Larry's best friend only. was? For, yeah. who was your, who Legal was? Larry's best friend on the show was Don Vito. They were best friends. They got, friends. Yeah. They they got more together. trouble. <laughs> Don Vito was a great. He, I mean, he made the show with the yeah. subtitles yeah. of what he was saying, but the subtitles didn't yeah. make any sense. Yeah. Either. <laughs> right. It was a like, lot of people so genius. Ask, you know like, what? is he really that bad? Or, like, does he put it on for the camera? I'm like, I think he's worse off camera. He Seriously? is, yeah. but guess what? <laughs> best tax man ever. Yeah, he was he the the tax guy. Yeah. Oh my gosh, he was like a brainiac. Really? Yep. We wow. we went on tour one year and did really well, and he's like, uh, hey, go get a new truck right now, like something that's like 50, 60 grand at least, because you need it as a tax write-off. Mm. Then... Um, since Bam had a film company, he parked the truck in a scene of Ming Hags and wrote it off as a film prop. Right. I mean, he was very, very good. He's like, that's sixty grand you would have gave to the government. He was very oh, sad. Yeah. He read that book yeah. from cover to cover, and he always and, knew and it. it's all legal. It's you know, all legal. Like he's he was just really smart at that stuff. Was that your idea with the subtitles, or who who? Well, yeah, because when. Listen, you're a Vulcan idiot. It's like, did he... Vulcan? Right. No, just, I know he said fucking, but just write Vulcan. Right. Yeah. 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 I think the subtitles for him were genius. How you doing, genius. Blood? Yeah. How you doing genius. blood? Vlud. How about V-L-U-D? Even though he meant blood, it's Vlud. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be like... Rah, 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 and then the subtitles... It was, it was so good. But talk about, like, culture shock of... Uh, remember, like, six, seven years ago or something, they were like, hey, we want to do an hour-long special of uh, CKY Greatest Hits or whatever mm-hmm. on MTV. So we filmed it, and um, I haven't watched MTV in a while. And, uh, you know, I was like, oh, it's premiering tonight. So I, like, tried to remember to, like, all right, yeah, we got to watch it. And I'm looking at the guide, and it's like 16 and pregnant and teen mo- like you know? What happened to MTV? And I'm just like, oh. we don't belong on this channel anymore. MTV, <laughs> what are they doing? Yeah. It became like, the Rob Deerdick show. I know, isn't it ridiculous? Is this all on there? That's like all, it's, yeah. All, yeah, yeah. Yeah. it's all him. It's all yeah. Do you know Literally. what? They need to bring back music videos because everybody loved those. Yeah. Well, they, they're on YouTube yeah. mostly now, right? You know, but now yeah. But they need really. to do. But like, you gotta kind of find them yourself. Yeah, or for have sure. A word right. of mouth you know, like, somebody to I check got it offered out. the first VJ job on MTV. No way. What? I did. <laughs> you didn't take it. I didn't take it because I never heard of it. And, back, <laughs> yeah. and I, well, I, but you said back then it was like, who would pay for TV? Because it was still like FM oh, antenna yeah. TV, like sure, sure. three, it six, was and crazy. ten. And I actually was. Um, I was a hairdresser and. Uh, one of the men who, who like ran MTV 
um, said, you'd be perfect. Like, all you have to do is come up. Like, you would be perfect. You know the music. You know everything. You know you have the look. I said I have two babies. And I can't right. move to New York. Oh, like, no. I, you know, I have two small little children, and there's so no So you were way. supposed to be Martha Quinn. <laughs> One of those, yeah. But wait a minute. This was how, how old were these guys when you were? Uh, actually, three and two. Wait, so At how did time, you even get... I got contacted by them because I was ha- I was cutting the man's hair who was worked in MTV yeah. and was heading okay. up all the stuff. My mom owned so, a salon for like a long time. Gotcha. Right. Yeah. So when it was funny because at the time I was working for Yippie, but um, it. Uh, when we saw Mark Goodman in Las Vegas, I, I mentioned that guy's name, and he goes, oh, yeah, he was the guy. He knew the guy. Oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> no way. Yeah, because when I first met Phil, I was offered cable commercials, and nobody ever heard What's cable. cable? Nobody <laughs> had cable. And so my dad would not let me do underwear commercials, and, and, and that, well, that was one of the ones that I was offered. And he took me on my first date to meet this guy for the cable company. So I turned that down, turned down the... MTV, MTV VJ DJ. job, wow. and I ended up on MTV, MTV anyway on cable. <laughs> much, it, it much, much inevitable. later. Oh, yeah. That so. is crazy. <laughs> Wait, how did you and Phil meet? We met at the uh, movie theater. Like I worked at the movie theater, and you know he. Their first date is my favorite thing ever. <laughs> oh, what, what is it? Um, my mom was unwittingly the getaway driver. That during, was not the first date. Third or fourth. <laughs> that was third or fourth date for sure. No, the first date really was like you took me to meet Mr. Flood. Yeah, if, if, for the cable. If thing, you go you to like no. where Phil grew up, they they used to call him and his brothers like the Margera Mafia, and they were just like. A, a team of just like gnarly dudes. There was a train that would have Schlitz beer in it, yeah. and it was open. every Tuesday. So every Tuesday they <laughs> oh, go and just, grab some yeah, while it was moving all slow. Let me just tell you that I had no idea what they were doing. They just told me get in the car. I was dressed for a date. I think I had a beret and long skirt. Then and Phil and his brothers like hijack a train, got all this beer, and, and they like, told go, me, go, go. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, what is happening? They told me like. We're going to get out here under the train trestle and go down to the school, turn around, and wait for us. And I'm like, what's happening? Like, I'm from, I'm from Sub- Suburbia. I, like, I, I don't see so, these So things. you were like, you, you were like, because your neighborhood was boring. I was a fire twirler. So you, I wasn't a robber. So you, you were into all this drama. No. So... I pull up, and the next thing I know is I see him coming down all that gravel. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, with all these cases of beer and putting them in the car. And I'm like, where the hell did all that come from? They said, the train's up there. I'm like, oh, my God. So, I mean, they're like, drive, drive. So I'm driving. They unload the car into, like, the basement window of his parents' house. And they got the last case in there. And the cops pull up and ask me, because I guess I look normal. <laughs> and they said, you know, did you see anybody unloading, like, cases of beer here? I'm like, no. <laughs> uh, this was the third date? Yeah, and the fourth and fifth were even and worse. Then I, <laughs> and then I can see I, why you fell for it. I, like, I, I like seriously should have run for my life. <laughs> the, the fourth one was when Boof got hit by a crowbar thrown out a window. And she drove me, Vito, and Kevin to the guy's house, and a riot broke out. And I was like, driving again. They were having a big family reunion, and Kevin knocks on the door. Does so-and-so live here? Yeah, why? He kicks the door down. Vito's in there, too. After they come, they came out with baseball bats. Well, Kevin picks up the trash can, blocks it, grabs the baseball, 
bat and hits the kid over the head. Oh, this kid was in a coma. Where, where Phil grew up, like it, it was like the roughest town, man. Like, but you know what it was? This kid like was drive like driving past and threw a crowbar out the window and, and hit, hit my sister-in-law. No way, across oh. the face. Still to this day, man, that uh, Chester, Pennsylvania, it's rough, man. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, we were in Little League, and I remember the coach was arguing with. Kevin or yeah, it was Kevin, my brother. And there Kevin. was two twin bikers that were the other coaches, and they're arguing who was safe and who was out, and who was safe and who was out. Finally, Kevin beats the shit out of both of them, throws them over the fence. He says, "If you come back over, I'm going to kill you." Then a couple baseball games later. One of his other buddies shows up and he gets naked and he's like, "I'm gonna kick your ass." He's like, "Why are you naked?" He's like, "Cause when I get my your blood on me, then I can wash it off and I have no evidence." <laughs> Dude, what? this town is so gnarly. You, like you had to fight every day, pretty much. My dad was saying, but he kind of got off the hook because his younger brother Kevin was such a maniac, that, and everyone was terrified of him. So they're like. Just imagine what his older brother's like. Yeah. I was like four inches taller than him, and he would kick anybody's ass in the high school, the neighbor in high school, the next and high school. This is the I best walked part. around like a king. Not, Nobody bothered me. And he, and, he, and he would do that and not tell anybody about it. So you had to find out through the rumor mill. Oh, yeah. And but, then you'd be like, Kevin, did you kick that like huge dude's ass? He's like, well, my best yeah, friend yeah, on the baseball yeah. team would sit with me on the bus. And for, like, for three games, he didn't sit with me on the bus. He ignored me completely for three games. So after the fourth game, I said, uh, Zeb, what's wrong with you? Man? What's your problem? He goes, what, your brother didn't tell you? I said, no. I said, what happened? He said, I told him to leave our women alone over here in Ogden. And he kicked the shit out of me. He kicked the shit out of me. I said, I didn't know nothing about it. So we became friends again, at least. Well, Kevin's son is the The same way. The women of Ogden? Because I said, keep keep away from our women in Ogden. I pulled the Lamborghini up to a Chichester Wawa and this... Uh, girl who was working at the Wawa comes out. She's like, "Yo, you cousins with Kevin Marger?" I'm like, "Yeah, why?" Got into a fight last night. I'm like, "Oh, cool. Uh, did he win? Knocked them both out in one punch." I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "All good things must come to an end." <laughs> Unfortunately, I know you guys have a long drive back down south, and uh, and then you guys are flying out tomorrow, right, to go back We're home? We're actually having to be up near, you know, LAX. Mm. For uh, Wednesday flight. For, oh, for Wednesday. We- for early Wednesday, because okay. we've, you know, we've got to make that flight, because Jesse has to get back. He has a lot of bookings, and I'm still dealing with the aftermath of frozen pipes you were telling us at your shop you uh the pipes blew up it was it like the titanic yeah. on christmas oh, eve and yeah. i had to wait for like of course christmas plumbers eve, yeah. and no plumbers are open on christmas eve well, you know, yeah. everything that i plan i said you know we knew that christmas was just going to be on the dl this year but mm-hmm. i'm like really mopping up water all of christmas eve <laughs> was so not my plan right. oh my and God. um you know it was just like a Punch to the gut. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of sucky, and uh, and I thought, man, I'm gonna have to walk back in here mm. to this tomorrow. And but so you do like restoration stuff. I do. I actually right? take like old furniture. Um, I've been doing it since the '80s, believe it wow. or not. I was kind of like the first person to do it. But okay. It was. I I've gotten myself through a lot of like hard times painting furniture mm. and selling it at festivals and. And then, like, basically, it's, it's when crazy I stopped, how much work goes in it. Like, you'll get some haggard ass piece of furniture, sand it down, repaint mm-hmm. it, and then it looks like you know you could uh, buy it at Urban Outfit. Or well, I know something. people <laughs> love that stuff. They have YouTube videos of that stuff. But people you know, eat, yeah. eat that stuff. They, up. It is so crazy. And I mean, I early on I didn't film it, but I did mm-hmm. have a little film clip that 
Joe did for me a long time ago. I took a piano, grand piano, cut the back of it off, put it on top, and made a piano bar. Okay. Ooh. It was pretty, pretty cool. intense. Is that on your Facebook thing or no? They uh, see I have pictures of it somewhere. I miss going to the auctions with you because every once in a while there'd be like an amp there or something, you know? And Ooh. it's all these people that want furniture. They don't even know what it is. Like, it's a, I got a, a legend amp, which is like what ZZ Top Billy Gibbons used to 20 play. Bucks. Yeah. <laughs> 20 bucks. 20 bucks. <laughs> they didn't even, they thought it was like an old AM radio or something. Like, they don't know what they have, I have right? I yeah. got so much stuff for him. I got so much stuff for him like and i'd say guess what there's an album sale and it's all vintage rock yeah did he ship it back to finland what all the stuff you got for him <laughs> so corny and weird. such a dad joke no but i i did i've gotten a lot of stuff but you know a lot of the auctions the other day i had a dentist appointment at 2 30 and i told Dad and I was like, oh, here it comes. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Dad's favorite time. Two thirty. Like, come on, man. Uh, well, I think I mentioned this before, but I want to thank you, Bam, again because on our hot chocolate tour, we went through. We stayed at Castle Bam. Yeah. You were there. You were so gracious, and you basically gave us the keys to the kingdom. You said, "Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go." And we had a good time. the The purple Lambo was there. The yeah. skate park. I mean, no, this is before. Uh, that's pretty sweet that's a long ago it was pretty sweet yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 but it was just so rad to be there it was my first time there and uh, just to be there and experience plus, that plus Roger has clout it, this is <laughs> this is true yeah. this is true but I, I think our whole chocolate and girl we were just so stoked to be there I, I wonder if Roger feels the same way we do because it's like such a rabbit hole like one story leads into another story into another he lived with yeah. us I know because Roger is part of our crew yeah, yeah. And, and I want to tell you we didn't leave any trash around we cleaned it up we were respectful of the whole place well we can't say that we would do it on the reverse end okay. you, know? <laughs> Don't worry. you can leave your coffee you mugs and everything yeah. out you know? no no I mean I'm sure you've walked into plenty of messes at our place oh gosh but, but uh no, yeah fun fun it's been fun. I mean, thank you guys so much we'll for cruising We'll have to come back up. for uh, part two. Please yeah, come yes. back anytime. And Bam, I'm so glad you're doing well. Yeah. The, the shaman and yeah, everything. Yeah. And uh, so you're going to be staying down down south for Escondido, a while? yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. We got to cruise up and hang out with for us. Sure. Come skate the curbs. Yeah, man. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you got to get back on your board. Let's do it. Because you're going to you're about to set up the board. Yep. You got I the have. board right there, the heart yep. supply. Yes, I do. Yes, uh -huh. sir. What is that called? The ban Bam Dade? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. The BMD. Oh. That's not the BMD. And you know what? You That's, have to listen to one. some oh, yeah. of Sovereign oh. Eagle. Jesse has put Sovereign Eagle yeah, together. Yeah, it took two Ooh. years. It's amazing. It's yeah. a new record I just put out with okay. um, Scott Reader from Caius. And um, there's a bunch of Danko Jones is on it. And uh, Chris from A Life Once Lost. And right. yeah, it was kind of just like, it's cool to be. Just at, came out, right? At, you know, I'm yeah. 25 years doing rock, so I can kind of like call like, Heroes of and be like, let's jam, yeah, especially yeah. during lockdown, right. you know, like because oh, yeah, yeah. I know we're all not on tour, just sitting around. So. You have a studio, I know, and Bam knows so many people, so yeah. I mean, like, oh, it's trickle down, right? Castle Bam is all a it's, it's pretty cool now. to wow. like have probably the one of the best studios on the east coast, and like, I just walk out of the bedroom, I'm in, <laughs> uh, Snoopy pajamas and cut like. 
insane and he's drum not lying. tracks. I <laughs> got the Snoopy PJs. <laughs> but uh, where can we? What, what's it called? And where can we listen to it's, it? It's uh, called Sovereign Eagle. It's out everywhere. Spotify, all, yeah. everything. And mm-hmm. make sure you listen to Lady Strange. Is that the? Yeah. Is, that the is that the good one? Yeah, it's the one my mom oh, uh, guessed. Oh, oh that's a there we go. Yeah. The GA, the guest appearance. Oh. Dude, total oh. Stevie Nicks vibes. Thank mm. you. Like even all the engineer guys were like, because I was like, did you have to like, you know, you can like do pitch correct auto tune or whatever. And they're like, no, we didn't have to, like, there was like one small spot that we just did and you, you nailed I'm it. So wow, amazing. Yeah. Look at that. Fun, Well, fun. Bam, April, Mom's got Phil, pipes. Jess, <laughs> thank you guys so much. Thank you for having us. Oh, yeah, Thanks, absolutely. Thanks, absolutely. absolutely. Thanks, Joey. Yeah. Thank yeah. you guys, nice. dude. I mean, it was such a pleasure. <laughs> yeah, We've known Bam you. for a while, but it was such a pleasure to meet you, Phil, oh, thank and you, Jess, and yeah. April. Thanks, and thanks Roger, pleasure. in the back room there. Sorry we all look rained on. I really look rained on. We're getting a photo right now from JC. Hey, it's literally an honor to have you guys here, and I want to say it? thank you, thank you yeah. for oh, yeah. just thanks. thank you just for being you just for everything that you've done and making the world like Enter- everyone, entertaining, entertaining, us. And, and everyone loves you. So well, thank you so much. Even though you, may, you guys thank may have you. gone through hell, but yeah. it, was, it was fun for us to watch. We have fun. gone through hell. <laughs> well, I was just saying, like it's cool to see, like you know, the last few CKY shows, like you know dads bringing their kids you know like yeah the the dad will be like, oh i caught you guys with deftones in 2001 now i have an 18 year old he likes you so it's it's cool to see like the generation thing happen well, yeah. i have to say that our grandkids are like so bummed because they're like when are we doing this again because oh. we missed it all <laughs> right. we missed the elephant we missed the tigers we yeah. missed this and it's like you know been there done that yeah, am i, I allowed to be cheesy real quick oh no. please me and yeah. ape love to do cameos we're in that cameo oh. app hey. we love doing them Shameless plug. Bam, you got a cameo too, right? Yeah. Doing the yeah. cameos. He yeah. can't keep up, and we're trying to keep up. Yeah, Me and Abe enjoy them. They're fun to do. Oh my I gosh. can't knock you guys with cameo. I'm how like, much, how much listen guys, to Sovereign Eagle. Everyone. How much you guys charge? We only charge 50, but oh Bam doubles it. He charges 100. Okay. We charge 50 as a team. Okay. He's yeah. a star, and we're the, we're the peons. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, did you guys see the viral thing of Vince Neal's cameo, Motley Crue guy? Yeah. I think he charged like 2500 or something. Oh, wow. And it was just like, hey, Josh, this is Vince Neal. That was it. <laughs> 2500 bucks. Oh, 2500 bucks. And we go on yeah. forever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Just a minute and a half, two minutes, every one of them. There you we, go. we love it, though. There you oh, go. God. Hit him up. Yeah. <laughs> Check Do you know what? Yeah. Herman's Hermits, he sings songs and everything, so he's really good, too. There you go. Yeah. Peter Noon? Yeah. Oh. All right. You all don't know who he is. Okay. <laughs> that gives me a chance to mention Elvis. We went through two and a half hours and I mentioned Elvis. Peter Noon was a friend of Elvis's. Hey, sorry, Phil. Can you tell me that yeah. one again? <laughs> you didn't know Peter Noon was a friend of Elvis, did you? Did you approve of the new Elvis movie? Oh my God. A number one, 98% accurate, just like Lisa if Marie said. If you don't watch it, you're stupid. It's 100%, 98% I, I accurate. I thought I knew everything f- about Elvis. That was a good Hello. movie. Hello. I have to check. I haven't seen yeah, it. There's a lot I didn't I know. I know Boston Butler wins. Mm. I do. He was so great. Oh yeah, he won. Yeah, he won. Yeah, he won. What did he win? The he won the Golden, Golden Globe. Globe. Yeah, yeah he and really it was. Won. I mean, it was sad because Lisa died. Yeah. Two days before later. she wow. died, she was with him at the Golden Globes. Yeah. I was oh, tripping on gosh. his voice actually on that, like how he so crazy. how he actually perfected that voice. He I, locked himself in a room for like a long time yeah. to perfect. He that. got the moves. He got the laugh. He got the voice. Yeah, the singing the moves were awesome. That's crazy <laughs> locking yourself in a room to get a, easier. Just jumping in a shopping cart and going it's down hard. and going into a bush. Huh? It's hard. <laughs> I know. I can't imagine that. I know. I know. Well, everybody, thank you so much. Thank you, Phil, for Jess, you guys. Thank you guys so much. Thank you.